0: What up, what up, what up? The Real Coach JB here on the Coach JB Show. 6 to 8 a.m. on the wake-up call, plus 1 to 4 p.m. daily for the Coach JB Show. Has a proud, proud, proud new sponsor, Roman. Make sure you check it out, because it, when it comes to intimacy, we all want to feel confident. But for a lot of guys out there, erectile dysfunction gets in the way. This issue affects people differently, but is actually something that 52% of men will experience some form of during their life. So make sure you head on over to Roman. You know how when you're wearing that great outfit and everything just looks right and your confidence is soaring and you like to swag and you're feeling flashy, you can walk into a room knowing you're on A-game and is on point if you've been struggling with ED. Roman can give you that same feeling in the bedroom. Look, we all know that change doesn't happen without action. So whether you're looking for gains at the gym or better experience in the bedroom, there's never any shame. And showing up for yourself and your health. So if you're dealing with erectile dysfunction, don't ignore the issue. Instead, face it head on with Roman. Proud new sponsor to Coach AB show. Roman offers a discreet process from start to finish. You can connect with a licensed medical provider via Roman's convenient online visit. Prescription ED treatments are safe, effective, and the FDA approved. And used by millions of men. Free two-day shipping. If you've been struggling with ED, Roman can help rebuild the confidence during sex. Head on over to ro.co slash jb today. And if approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ed treatment. That's ro.co slash ro.co slash jb. And head on over to Roman. Tell him coach jb sent you. Proud new sponsor to coach jb show. Appreciate you. Peace. What up, what up, up, man? The real Coach JB here on the Coach JB Show. Both the wake-up morning show and the daily show. The Coach JB Show has it all, short, fat, skinny, and tall. And I want to address everybody out there who wants to get back to skinny and tall. The Coach JB Show has a new proud sponsor, Fight Camp. Make sure you check it out. As the new year approaches, we're all thinking about our health and fitness routines. Are you looking for one of the most exhilarating and effective forms of home fitness? Look no further. Did you know that at-home boxing is one of the safest and most effective forms of exercise? Bet you didn't. Allow me to introduce you to Fight Camp. Interactive at-home boxing, Fight Camp brings the best workouts in the world into your home and makes it fun. Boxing is a real great workout. In fact, a lot of football players, including myself, use it to supplement their training. It keeps the mind sharp, the body strong, the workouts are quick and efficient. You can work it out at halftime or even before the game or after. What makes it different from traditional boxing workouts is that it has live punch counting stats that motivates you even, even harder. So, without further ado, join the biggest boxing community in the world without leaving your home. Fight Camp packages start at just $99, and they even offer some great financing options. So you can get started at the low, low, low of $9 a month. To get everything you need, go to fightcamp.com slash Coach JB to learn more. That's fightcamp.com forward slash Coach JB. I appreciate you. Peace. What up, what up, what up, man? The real Coach JB here getting after it for the Coach JB show. We got a nice one scheduled for you today. I have the great WWE, AEW wrestler, actress, entrepreneur, Danielle Camella. She'll be joining us. We've had some great ladies on the last few days. She's going to be another one. Uh, She'll be joining us in the second hour. I'm going to break down everything. Bruce Sutter passing away. Uh, Russell Westbrook coming off the bench. Dodgers, Dodgers Padres play game three tonight. Tom Brady, fine for $11,000, and is McCaffrey going to be traded? So much more right here on the Coach J.B. Show. Don't miss it. It's a great day to have a great fucking day. I'll see you in about uh, a minute and a half, man. Appreciate you joining me. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Head on over to CoachJBStore.com. Get you some merch today. Short, fat, skinny, and tall, we got it all. I'll see you in about 30 seconds. Thanks for joining us. Peace. nobody looks back on life and says, wow, remember those great nights of sleep I had? Sleep is overrated. So wake up and get your ass moving. That's the quote of the damn day. So remember that. I, I never, dog, I've never looked back and said, man, I remember that fucking night sleeping, dog, like in January of 08. That motherfucking sleep was so bomb. Oh my god! It was all no! It was off the chain. I woke up one day and fucking was like, "Damn my sleep, man!" Fuck out of here, Lucy. When have you ever just talked about how bomb your sleep was? <laughs> Hell no, I never. Man, back in 2012, fucking sleep was off the chain. I was so excited about that night, man. I, I'll never forget that night of sleep. <laughs> Hell no. Man, shit. I remember back in 08, this girl gave me the bombest head I ever had in my motherfucking life. That shit is what we remember. We don't fucking remember no goddamn sleep. Remember that fucking Rams 49ers game in 89 when Montana let them down to beat the Jim Everett-led fucking Rams and Eric Dickerson? I remember that shit. I don't remember no fucking... Eight hours of sleep in 2007. The eh, fuck out of here. I don't got damn sleep. We ain't got time for sleep around here. It's time to go. It's go time. Uh, hey, dog. Papa Roman. Get it cracking, dog. ro dot co dot slash Uh, Tell him I sent you. Man, we got a lot to discuss today. I got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of shit to talk about. Uh, we're going to get after it today. Um. Uh, I want to get after Slapdick of the Day, man. I'm bringing Slapdick of the Day back because uh, I think – You is Slapdick pretty Why much. Why you call me Slapdick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> Kimberly Martin from ESPN says the Giants should tank at 4-1. Fucking the Giants are 4-1, by the way. I don't know if you guys realize. The, Di- the Giants are 4-1. The Daniel Jones-led Giants, who I said was going to be the best player uh, – best have his best season ever. He's off to having that. They're four and one. Brian Dable's done a hell of a job, which I also said on this show, but what the fuck do I know, right? I don't know nothing. Um, I'm never right with any fucking thing I say. So, I mean, I don't know. You know, what does JB know, right? Um, Who knows? I don't know. But I think I said they're going to win seven games. Brian Dable's going to be fucking coach of the year and fucking Daniel Jones going to ball out. I think I said it. I don't know. But what do I know? Having said that, Kimberly Martin, Uh, the one with the neon nails on ESPN, if you don't know who that is, she is absolutely fucking atrocious, dog. Dog, this is Fearless Friday, bro. I'm just telling you, you know I gotta be fearless one day out the week. I've been, I've been kind of reserved, you know what I'm saying? I had this fucking girl on here, she's fucking, all she could say was fucking um and duh and uh. So I had to fucking bounce her. I'm moving on. I'm by myself. Back to Solo Dolo. Great guest. Morning show. Matt McChesney. Wake up call. Off the hook. That shit's killing it. Noel Mazzoni came on this morning. Legendary coach. Legendary LSU. Former LSU quarterback Josh Booty joined the show this morning. Had a great talk. Great banter. All things football for two hours every morning, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on the West Coast. And I said, you know what? I'm to get back to being JB a little bit. So I said, fuck it. Let's get back to having our Fearless Fridays. Got to have Fearless Fridays, all right? Got to have Fearless Fridays. And uh, uh, we're back, dog. We are back with Fearless Fridays. And slapstick of the day goes to the great Kimberly Martin, ESPN. Absolute fucking horrible. Her takes are atrocious. And she has, like, a suit on, and then she got the Jordans on. And I'm just like, dog, I get this new trend and shit. But, like, don't talk about being professional and cussing and shit. And you can't get a job, Coach, because you cuss too much. But you can wear a suit with Jordans on national TV, motherfucker. Like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Miss me with all the bullshit. Like, miss me with all your fucking perception is reality narratives. Keep it run, hunted, and real. Motherfucker, there used to be a day where you could not smoke weed or you'd be fired. Now we got motherfuckers on ESPN smoking weed on their show. And now we wear Jordans with suits, skinny jeans, and we're talking about professionalism. Motherfucker, please miss me with the bullshit. I'm so fucking over the bullshit. Make sure you go to CoachJBStore.com, get you some merch. I got a new football out, signed football that I'm doing, a giveaway. So make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member on this Fearless Friday. We got a great guest, Danielle Camella joining us. Brandon Lang's gonna join us later. I'm gonna give us all football picks, basketball picks. We're gonna get it all NBA's right around the corner. Betonline.ag. Head on over there. Use the promo code Believe B-L-E-A-V50. Is there still a proud sponsor of the Coach JB show? Um, so let's get into the show. I want to get into the pre-snap. Post-snap. Cover one. Pre-snap read. Brought to you by Canada Dips. CanadaDipsCBD.com CanadaDipsCBD.com Head on over to CanadaDipsCBD.com Get you some right here. I'm in second place, dog. I need you guys to grab some tins. Uh, promo code CoachJB. CanadaDipsCBD.com uh, This, first, this uh, pre-snap read segment is brought to you by CanadaDips. Uh, Bruce Sutter. The great Cy Young Award-winning pitcher, only 69 years old, died uh last night, unfortunately. Um, you know, 69 is pretty young. My dad died at seven. Uh, my dad died at 67 years old. His birthday was October 9th, by the way. He'd been gone 19 years. Um, just the other day. 19 years. So uh, so you know, shit happens. Um, but 69 dog, and then you know, my my point is. Phillies minor league kid uh, dies at 20. Uh, a Phillies uh, minor league player dies at 20 years old from cancer. Dies from cancer. It's just getting younger and younger and younger. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. Is it fast food? Is it fast lifestyle? Is it social media? Because you put your address on your fucking Twitter and motherfucker shows up and jacks your ass and kills you like all the rappers. I don't know, man. It is what it is. Um, But we're here in this pre-snap read portion of the show. And I got to get into our boy Deshaun Watson, dog. and another one, I'm fucking confused. Another one. I do not understand Deshaun Watson has yet another one. Another one. Another just had another charge or civil fucking suit filed. Another one, dog. Like, you got to be shitting me. I told you motherfuckers he's going to have... Fifty more. I told you there's about another 100 girls out there just waiting to come out as he gets closer to the season. I told you before the season I would be shocked if he plays this year. And I told you I wouldn't be surprised if he never plays again because of how weird old fucking weird he is. I'm telling you, more shit's going to keep coming out. More shit's going to keep coming out and Deshaun Watson, dog, I I just, for what the Browns did, the ego, the lack of investigation, the pure fucking just cockiness, I hope the Browns fucking burn and go away. Just, Just blow up because they're setting a marketplace for quarterbacks that should not get the bag that are gonna get the bag, because you paid Deshaun Watson. Because you paid Deshaun Watson, this weirdo fuck, regardless of whatever you wanna tell me, oh, he's got no criminal charges and da-da-da-da-da. But we keep seeing more and more weird shit. I find it very hard to believe, Lucy, all the ladies in the house, I find it very hard to believe that all these people that defending him, okay, Mac Truck, so you're defending Deshaun, right? All right, so look, there's no, there's no concrete evidence that he's done anything criminal because the R word hasn't been used. Let's just be honest, right? The R-used has not been used. So when we say the R word, right, that means you violently took it from me, and that word hasn't been used, so yet we can't really... Say he's a criminal, so to speak, but I can say I believe he's a groomer, a weirdo, and I would never let my daughter be babysat by him. All right, I can start there. But what I want to get into—that's a little deeper. Stephen Wealthy said he's being framed. This is the moat. This is what I want to talk about. I knew there was going to be cats in the chat that aren't members that are just going to say dumb shit. So this is where I want to go to. He's being framed, right? Okay. He's This is the most single elaborate biggest frame job in American history. He's being framed by over 100 females. Somebody, I want to get this straight, okay? Who paid all these females to come forward and frame him in this huge scheme to get money <laughs> dog you gotta be a hell of a motherfucker to get framed by a hundred people like that is a hundred people on the same page that we're gonna frame you <laughs> you sound ignorant mac truck <clears throat> you sound dumber than deshaun watson looks like, that is what that the people that come out really just say that type of shit when they want to defend someone that they like or over something else, whether it's race, color, creed, right, left, blue, red, political thing. Are you Democrat? Are you Republican? Cats defend their own. Like, my last co-host was such a homer for Tennessee Volunteers. Like, dog, it, it clouds your judgment on the truth. It clouds what you guys really don't look at, which is the truth. I got a DM today, and, hey, Coach, love your show, love your takes, but damn, can you be positive about anybody in in football? All you do is talk about how bad he is, how bad this is. Well, is that negative or the truth? Like, you cats can't figure it out. Is that negativity or is that truth-telling? I'm confused. So you want me to get up there and say, all right, Justin Fields had a bad day today, man, but you know what? He he's really good player. He he threw the ball off a helmet, it was intercepted. You know, he can't make any reads at all. He takes a drop and he just tucks it and runs every single time. But you know what? He's great quarterback. He's going to be a great great quarterback. I fucking love Justin Fields. <laughs> Is that what you want me to fucking say? So you want me to lie? You want me to lie which will fulfill your soft-ass fucking upbringing and now you can feel better about yourself because you heard a lie whisper sweet nothings in your fucking ear, right? That is what the world has become. Let's whisper sweet nothings to everybody in America so we can all feel good, so I can sleep at night. Get the fuck out of here, man. Jesus Christ, some of you guys are fucking ridiculous. By the way, there's two fucking quarterbacks in the NFL. Fucking Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, who I could really get up there and say, this is how you climb the pocket. This is how you throw the ball on time. This is how you make a post-snap read to a pre-snap read. This is what the fuck you do in the pocket when it collapses. But nah, you want me to do it with Kyler Murray, huh? You want me to get up here and talk about Kyler Murray's great, man. He's so fucking good. You know what? He's a mental midget, so I can't. he can't see but he's still great. <laughs> he don't study, but he's great, man, because you, you need to hear that good talk. You need to hear me. Hey, man, it's okay. You're okay. Don't worry about it. Someone is going to give you $1 million tomorrow for being a good person. So just keep being a good person, and life is going to work out. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Oh my god some of you motherfuckers don't really think that that is how life works like holy shit i got to whisper motherfucking sweet nothings in your ear imagine if i whispered sweet nothings to jermaine johnson when i got him when he had a 1.8 fucking gpa do you think he'd be a 3.5 student at fucking georgia and florida state and be a first rounder motherfuckers Man, you guys miskill me with your fucking bullshit rhetoric, dog. Russell Westbrook coming off the bench. Him and Beverly didn't shake hands the other day. They didn't look too friendly. You don't got to be friendly to play well together, but goddamn, that looks like a fucking roster ready to explode, implode, fucking just fall apart. I'm just telling you. I'm a realist. I'm a fucking Lakers fan, but if they're shitty, I say it. I'm not gonna. Uh, fuck, man! Tennessee's the best team ever. <laughs> no, they're really not. They're they're okay. They're not that good. This is a watered down league. Uh, football is watered down, and, and they're average. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't believe that we're so fucking one side home. I so many homers. Eddie Manyweather damn, you can't say nothing about the Lakers or the Cowboys. And the truth hurts so bad, he defends anything about them two teams. I'm a Laker fan too. That don't mean they're fucking good. That ain't going to mean I'm going to sit up here and lie and defend them, motherfuckers. Uh, give me a break, man. Start telling people the truth for once, will you please? Holy shit. Westbrook's coming off the bench okay I want to break this down real quick we're getting close to NBA season I'm not gonna this ain't an NBA show but I'm gonna get into a little bit of this Westbrook's coming off the bench now let me let me break this down Westbrook's coming off the bench so hopefully that he can be himself with the second crew okay well I said that last year but I also say this just fucking train him If he can't be himself with LeBron James, how are you going to win a fucking title? Just trade the motherfucker. Get rid of fucking Westbrook. It does not work. Two LeBron James don't work. That's who he is. He's LeBron James that is a worse shooter than LeBron James, more of a mental head case than LeBron James, and dresses way fucking weirder. Just get rid of that motherfucker. We're just keep moving shit around like we're putting Band-Aids on bullet wounds thinking it's going to fix itself. Just get rid of the motherfucker. It did not work. But you know what? We'll pay Rob Palinka an extension and pay that motherfucker for putting together a roster that has not one shooter on it. Please name me the one shooter they have. Did they keep the white boy? I don't even know his name. He played last year pretty good. But do they have any shooters whatsoever on a roster that has a fucking... A.D., who's the softest fucking pussy, right? He's going to just be gone. So who the fuck? We're, so he's not a shooter. LeBron, who can't make a free throw down the clutch, a little less a fucking jump shot if they need it. Uh, Westbrook, the worst shooter in, in in NBA. Beverly, he's worse than all of them shooting. He's worse. Holy shit. He's even worse. Uh, who else? Like, who's a shooter? Holy fuck, they brought back, what's his name, the weirdo that turned down a bunch of money and ended up getting nothing. That motherfucker's broke right now working for minimum wage. (laughs) Oh, fuck. What's his name, Schroeder? Fucking Dennis Schroeder? That motherfucker's working for minimum wage now because he's so fucking dumb. He turned down a bunch of money and went to Boston and was so horrible they traded him out. He's been with like fucking four teams since he left the Lakers just two years ago. He's playing for League Minimum, got fired on his day off, and has a fucking yellow patch on his head. Get the fuck out of here. Why are we bringing him back? God damn, dog. We're so fucking bad. But Patrick Beverley's worse shooter than, than Westbrook. <laughs> Holy shit. They're bad. Bad fucking roster. But anyway, enough about basketball. Dodgers Padres play tonight. They're in one, and one se- Uh the series is one and one headed to San Diego, San Diego, as the great Will Farrell would say on Anchorman. Uh, Tom Brady's fined eleven thousand dollars for a kick. He tried to kick you. He tried to kick the motherfucker because he's mad about getting sacked in the NFL. I mean, fuck, dog. I'm tripping on this. I'm really, really tripping on this. Will uh, Will McCaffrey get traded? Apparently, NFL.com has four teams that are possibilities, possible destinations for the star running back. I don't think he's a star running back. Um, I don't think he's a star running back. I, I think he had a possible, possible chance to be, but he's so injured and injury-prone, I, I don't believe he's... uh. I don't believe that motherfucker's a star anymore. He's a bleeder. He's CP two, uh, the white version of CP two. <laughs> so the four teams interested are the Eagles, the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Bucks. All four contending teams. All right. The Eagles. I don't believe he would. I think they got a the great. I they got a great package there with the Eagles. I, I don't think he's a guy that's going to meet me. He, he the Eagles need a downhill guy that's a banger. They don't need a slasher. The Eagles aren't built that way right now. The guys that need the slashers are the Chiefs and the Bucks because Fournette is their downhill guy who catches the ball at the backfield. You need a McCaffrey who can actually catch the ball more, be on a third down back, and get you get you some some yards uh, on second down. Like they need a back like him, Kansas City. I don't think they like uh, Edwards-Lair or whatever. I don't think they like him. I think he's been a bust to date, and I think they can. I could see them taking him. And the Bills, why? You're going to throw the ball 70 fucking times anyway. You're throwing the ball 70 fucking times anyway. So, yeah, so what about DJ Moore? What's DJ Moore going to do to the Ravens? What is he going to do for the Ravens? I'm waiting to hear that one. What is he going to do? Lamar Jackson can't get you the ball anyway. (laughs) It don't matter if fucking Devontae Adams went to the Ravens, dog. They're not going to get the ball. Why do you care who's going there as a receiver? Like, this motherfucker just told me, did you hear DJ Moore is going to the Ravens? Fucking who is DJ Moore? (laughs) DJ Moore, like this motherfucker is Jerry Rice. Like, who gives a fuck DJ Moore is a scrub? He's average at best. He ain't no fucking top fucking five NFL wide receiver. Motherfucker's garbage. You have to take garbage receivers when you have a garbage quarterback, homie. You ain't going to get Devontae Adams going to that motherfucker. You think people are knocking down their door? Hey, uh, can I go play quarterback for Lamar Jackson? He's the greatest fucking thrower and pure passer we've seen since fucking Joe Montana. (laughs) (laughs) DJ Moore. Who gives a fuck? Who the fuck is that? He ain't, what's he gonna do? Catch a hit and fall down? Motherfucker? DJ Moore ain't no goddamn Hollywood Brown, take the top off the coverage. He's a fucking curl runner, a dig runner, and a route runner. Guess what those routes mean? Uh I can only run routes that my quarterback, if I do go to the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, can't throw. <laughs> he can't throw dig, post, comeback, curl. So why are you getting them? Like, Lamar Jackson don't throw into the teeth of the defense. Why the fuck would you get a big-body receiver that's going to run post, dig, and curl if you don't even have a guy that can throw those routes? He ain't no blow-off-the-top guy like Hollywood Brown where you run play action and throw over the top. That's all Lamar can do. Don't let me get started. I'm trying to stay off Lamar, dog. I'm tired of hearing. I'm tired of I'm tired of being told I'm too mean and I'm a hater. <laughs> I've only broke down his film like fucking 30 times. I've only shown every single possibility that he cannot be good. He's just not sustainable. Great athlete. I had Noah Mazzoni on the show this morning. He's only coached Philip Rivers and fucking He's coached about, I don't know, I think seven first-round NFL quarterbacks. He's only coached from Ole Miss, from Minnesota to Auburn, to NC State to USC, UCLA, Arizona State, Arizona, Texas A&M. He's only coached for the Jets. He's only been around a little bit. He said people are confused by an athlete playing quarterback and a quarterback who's an athlete. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. An athlete playing quarterback or a quarterback who's an athlete. He said it on my show this morning. And it's so good to hear from a coach again for the first time in a long time. I don't get to talk to, I talked to Noah a little bit. I made an announcement this morning. If you guys weren't on the show, uh, I'll be coaching with him this this uh, this December. For the army all-american high school football game usually in san antonio this year it's at the star in dallas uh all nfl coaches uh division one coaches (gasps) high school coaches will be invited to coach the practices and i'm gonna be uh reaching out to some high school coaches so all you guys in texas and if you coach high school football and you hear this dm me start reaching out to me because i'm gonna start finding some high school coaches you guys get paid a little bit of money be able to have some professional development and come clinic with us. And you will also uh, be able to coach the best high school players in America for five days. So I'm going to be coaching in the Army All-American game in December in Dallas. So stay tuned for that. We'll be making an official announcement. We we, we, we said it this morning with Noah on the show. So uh, Daniel Camelo will be joining us in the second hour tj josh uh all you guys if you don't know uh danielle camela is actually uso uh she's got a half samoan in her and then she's gonna i'm gonna let her explain that though she's coming on later on former wwe aew wrestler extraordinaire actress danielle camela very beautiful woman should be joining us uh we've had some great women on the show last few days um So I want to get into something before I... I got a lot to discuss today, It's going to be a football-heavy show. Cam Akers, okay? Cam Akers. Um, Have you guys heard about Cam Akers? Anybody heard about Cam Akers? He won't be playing this Sunday. He's missed practice the last two games, two days. Um, And apparently, he has a personal reason for missing practice. And he's working through some things. Uh the PR people at the Rams said. He's working through some things. Missed the last two days of practice. I it's unbelievable to me, dog. I, I just gotta let this out here, man. And I know, coach AB, you're on the front lawn yelling. You're the guy yelling because you're just asshole and you're negative and da-da-da-da-da. I couldn't coach right now, dog. I don't know if I could coach right now because. These motherfuckers, man, are so fucking bitch made and soft. I don't know if I could coach these cats no more. I'm going to coach these kids. Uh, you know, really, I'm just going to be a figurehead, dog. You know, I, mean? I think Kevin Summons one of the head coaches. I don't know if I'm going to be the head coach for the other team or not. Uh, we'll see all how that works. But all I know is um, Cam Akers was at, they asked, mcveigh about cam acres today and he had no comment other than he's going through some things and i don't know what that means and we don't know if he'll be with the team moving forward that don't sound like a cat that is going through some things okay sounds like he's another bitch made enabled cat who has probably something going on in life, like we all do every single fucking day. 130 of you are in here right now that are going through something, right? I'm going through something new every single day. I'm here every day doing the show, though, because I said I would. So I don't get that you say you're going to coach. You say you're going to play. You say you're going to do this. You say you're going to do that. I'm going to sign up and play for the University of Nebraska. And guess what? We're, we didn't make it too far this year. We're, we're fucking seven and four, and we're going to get, we got invited to the fucking Pontiac fucking Las Vegas bowl, toilet bowl, whatever, right? Whatever. Guess what? I signed up to do it. I'm going to play in it with you guys. Not anymore, dog. Not anymore. Nah, I can't play in that in that in that game with you guys, dog. I know, I, I know, I signed up with you guys and shit. I know I said, you know, we bled and cried and and, and sweat together, and I know I said I, I, I'm a ride or die. I'm a ride or die, and I know I said I was committed, but I just can't play no more, dog. With you guys in that bowl game, that bowl game just doesn't really mean nothing to me, dog. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm gonna try to go to the go to the draft. <laughs> like you gotta be shitting me, homie. That is the world we live in now. And somewhere, one of you motherfuckers out there allowed it instead of coached it. That's the fucking problem. That's why you have a million fucking cam makers out here right now. Coach, you don't know what could have happened. He could have had a death in the family. He could have had something like that. He could have. I really don't give a fuck. I'm sorry. Am I the only one that's going to tell you the real? My dad died in my fucking arms in 2005. Guess what? I was at practice that day. That day, I mean, I had to eat, I had I had a right for bereavement. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I could take some bereavement and fucking do 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 fuck bereavement for what? What are you gonna do? Sit around and do nothing? You're not gonna do shit anyway. When you say you're on bereavement, you don't do shit. What the fuck are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You're gonna go fucking bury him that day? No, you're not. <laughs> You're gonna go fucking do nothing but have people feel sorry for you. I'm gonna keep the ball rolling because that's what life does. It doesn't stop. If time stopped and said, all right, coach, your pat your dad passed away. Time out. We'll stop the world for you. Get your shit together. Oh, okay. Thanks, God, Jesus, time tellers, Albert Einstein, all you motherfuckers. (laughs) That don't happen. Time don't fucking stop for nothing. So why the fuck am I going to do it? My dad wouldn't have wanted me to do it. And I guarantee your dad didn't want you to do it either. Your dad wouldn't have let you do it either. But you know what? We got so many soft, puss-ass fucks out here that we do it. We go out and do it anyway. I need to breathe in two weeks. Shut the fuck up. I was coaching that night. That night I was coaching. Get the fuck out of here. Unbelievable. They don't. We got soft-ass society. Soft world. And people get to say whatever they want, do whatever they want, and nobody calls them out no more. That's the problem. Nobody does that shit. Nobody Nobody calls a square, a square, and a circle, a circle anymore. That's the true problem. That's really the truth. But... I guess I'm just a rare breed. I don't know. I just tell you what it is. I think you did something. I'm going to tell you what it is. Um, Camaker's missing. I would cut him. I would find him. I'd cut him. I'd get rid of that motherfucker. Make a fucking example. Make an example out of his ass. And coach, guess what? If someone died, I bet you they would have said it. Don't you think? You know what? Cam Akers' uncle died. Uh, He'll be away for the team for a couple minutes. (laughs) That ain't happened, dog. And when he said, I don't know if he'll be with the team, go look at the Sean McVay fucking interview. If I don't know if he'll be with the team, that fucking means something else is going on. And he's probably just a soft fuck. Man, I I I love the other day, dog. Yesterday, Pac-Man Jones tweeted out something to the starting corner for the Washington... Wussies, the uh commanders. He said he, he wants a trade on Twitter and fucking Pac-Man Jones blasted him. And then I I reached I tweeted out to his uh his uh tweet I I, I wrote, fucking right, uh soft motherfuckers. Because Adam said that. Then Adam retweeted that to the guy again and said, Look, coach AB's chiming in now for you, so you know you're fucking soft. Adam's calling out NFL players. I got to love it. I loved it. And that's why Adam's going to come on this show here, um, hopefully next week. And me and Adam, are, me and Pac-Man Jones are talking about some other things as well. But uh, very, very interesting about this Cam Akers thing, dog. I'd get rid of that motherfucker. I would get rid of his motherfucking ass, throw his ass somewhere and say, you know what, get the fuck out of my, off my roster. Some other soft-ass team will scoop you up. I'm sure of it. But we got lots to discuss. Plus, I have Danielle Camilla joining us and Brandon Lang. So if I don't get through the whole show, I don't get through it. But we'll have a, we'll have a fun one. Uh, make sure you pound the like button, subscribe if you're not a member, become one because we will be members only one day. This morning, man, a lot of trolls left. We didn't have a lot of trolls today, so I appreciate all you guys in the chat uh, chopping it up with myself, Josh Booty, former LSU. Imagine Josh Booty now playing. With the NIL playing baseball and football being a top pick in both, you know is what his NIL deal would have been? Shit. <laughs> uh yeah, I I I hear you, Eddie. He could be mental weekly, weak weak fuck. So where does McCaffrey go if he gets traded? uh bucks chiefs eagles bills those are the four teams apparently interested those are the four teams apparently interested in this thing so we'll see um don't know don't know McCaffrey right now is listed as the third best running back in the nfl according to nfl.com i think nfl.com is fucked i think they're fucking dumb as shit They got Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey. Then they got Derrick Henry and Damon Pierce. Is Pierce the kid that's with the Texans? I like the kid, but he ain't no fucking top five running back in the NFL right now. (laughs) Holy shit. Like, come on, dog. So... Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey. So number two and three are two cats that haven't played really any football in the last two years. You have them at number two and three. Dog, that's the problem. That's why we're so fucking anointing these soft fox. How are you anointing these dudes? They haven't done shit since their rookie year. Like, how are they number two and three? How are they ranked higher than Derrick Henry? Please explain this to me. I just got to be clear. Please explain to me how they're higher ranked than Derrick Henry. I mean, come on, dog. Coach, Saquon has the most yards from scrimmage this year. No shit. Does that mean he's fucking better? Andre Ware fucking threw for more yards than anybody either, too, in college. Is he the best college quarterback ever? (laughs) I mean, come on, man. You guys say some dumb shit. The Commanders beat the Bears in a fucking horrendous Thursday night game. I got to break this game down and talk about it, man. 12-7. Is Amazon Prime cursed? Is Amazon Prime cursed? And has Kirk Herbstreit fucked yet another organization over? And when is he going to apologize about doing that? Because he don't understand we are what we say and do. (laughs) We, we are what we are and do, not what we say we do. And that is going to have some excuse and make up some shit why Amazon's shitty. He's bad. He does not belong in the NFL. Al Michaels, I love him to death. I got to hang out with him not too long ago. He's kind of like getting to that Lee Corso age where it's almost time, man. I, I I get it. You're a legend, dog. But, like, people don't talk about real shit. Like, he's not... He's not he, – He he's calling running backs the wrong name. He's calling guys the wrong thing. I, he's late on the thing. The fucking streaming's awful. Richard Sherman and them, you know, I, I raised this cat, coached his cat's brother. Like, he's horrible. The dynamic on the stage. Whitworth, he's like, fuck, turning – just talking shit about the Rams. <laughs> fucking Tony Gonzalez got his Isotoner gloves on. Fifth Patrick has his seven fucking kids out there. What in the fuck is this, dog? Real shit. (laughs) What in the fuck is Amazon doing? Motherfucker got seven kids. Fucking bye bye. Like what in the fuck are we doing, Amazon Prime? That shit is horrible. It is the worst dynamic of on TV that I've ever seen in my fucking life. Hey, tell you guys names, kids. I'm Johnny. I'm Freddy. I'm Sarah. I'm Lisa. I'm Johnson. I'm Frank. I'm like fuck, call me. I don't give a fuck about all your kids. Good shit. Why have them out there? Like holy fuck. You imagine fucking Sean Kemp coming out there with all his fucking kids? <laughs> holy shit. You'd have a twenty minute segment on naming all my kids if you were Sean Kemp. <laughs> oh shit how about fucking uh how about nick cannon nick cannon come out here and tell us all your kids names Ah, oh, this is fucking little freddie little johnny little tyrone little Freddie. Little... holy fuck dog shut the fuck up i don't care about your kids and your fuck. i want to see the game and hear the game i don't want to hear about none of that. it's a fucking dumbest shit ever the greatest announcers for Amazon, TJ, would be me and fucking Marshawn Lynch. Let's just keep it a buck. Me and Marshawn Lynch would handle the whole fucking thing. And in the booth, you put Greg Olson and fucking Pat McAfee. That would kill your ratings right there. Tell me that would not be the highest rated show in the history. You'd have a great color guy, and Greg Olson, who knows the fucking game in and out. You'd have a guy like Pat McAfee just electrically bringing the crowd to it. And me and fucking Marshawn are the ones doing the fucking the podium shit that you see Richard Sherman and them doing. Let me interview the guy. Now, tell me who's better than that lineup. Tell me that lineup. Telling you, that'd be some shit right there, dog. That'd be some shit right there. Um, Will Levis is projected as the number three pick to the Seahawks on the latest draft board. Have you heard that? Um, I want to throw this out there. After watching last night's game and how fucking horrendous it was, and how bad Thursday night football can continue to be. Shitty. Do the Bears and the Commanders draft a quarterback? I'm just I'm just asking because this is some of the worst quarterback display I've ever seen. I keep telling you guys all this shit. I keep telling you this shit. Okay, I just keep telling you this shit. The quarterback play is horrendous. We have the worst quarterback play of all time. Do the Bears and the Commanders draft a quarterback, A, and if they don't draft a quarterback, what do they do? What do they do at quarterback? Because I don't know what they do. I'm not not sure what they do. This ain't it, though. This ain't it. I mean, I'm going to break this down. I got to be honest with you guys, man. I'm going to wait because I got a whole segment on Justin Fields. Um, Will Levis projected as number three. We're going to get back to last night's game. Uh, Bryce Young is projected to be taken second by the commanders now. Okay. So there's your answer to that. And then CJ Stroud has been projected to not only win the Heisman, but to be drafted number one overall. Who's that going to go to? What if it's Washington? What if it's the commanders? I don't know. I don't know. So I'm confused on you saying the commanders, yes, the bears, no. So you think that Justin Fields is is is, is uh not replaceable, but Wentz is. See what I'm saying? That's the that's the shit in here. That I, that's why I need to see your guys' resumes and shit. That's why I need to see your fucking resume because I don't know. I'm I'm gonna break this down. Dog. We're gonna get into this. Second half of this. This we're gonna get to the first and ten segment. Brought to you by Canada Dips. First down. All right, I got some shit. Justin Fields. I hear they're fucking him. That's what I'm hearing. Everyone thinks they're fucking Justin Fields. Justin Fields is getting fucked, coach. He's horrible. He, he, uh, you know, Justin Fields is getting fucked, coach. He he has no rideouts. he, he has no receivers. Th- did you see all the drop balls? He has no receivers. (laughs) He has no line coach. He's being screwed. He will be hurt playing for the Bears. Blah, 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 blah. That's the fucking new thing now. That's what I just heard from your girl, Kimberly Martin, on ESPN, who said the Giants should tank, who got the slapstick of the week award, at 4-1, the Giants should tank. This is what I just heard from this woman. But you guys take her as credible, right? So you're taking this broad as credible. So Justin Fields, she says, is the guy. She said he's the guy, no doubt. But he's being fucked because he's got no whiteouts or no line and he's hurt and da-da-da-da-da. And I love when I hear motherfuckers that don't know what the fuck they're talking about on national platforms, So let me break this down, dog. I want to hurt some feelings. I want to hurt some fucking feelings today. We're fearless Friday. I want to hurt some of you motherfuckers' feelings. So why didn't I hear this same thing about Trubisky when he played there? All I heard was Trubisky was horrible. I never heard they had wideouts problems. They had Robinson. That was the only wideout they fucking had. They had the fucking kickoff return specialist who never played wideout. Hester. So I don't want to hear you telling me he was at wideout. They put him at running back more than that wideout. Uh, his O line Trubisky had an O-line that was absolutely atrocious. He, he he had a he he had a fucking O-line that was absolutely atrocious. But I didn't hear about the same thing. The same rhetoric that I'm hearing about Justin Fields, I don't hear about with Trubisky. How about Daniel Jones? Why don't I hear how bad Daniel Jones wideouts are or O-line is? How about Mills at Houston? Why don't I hear this about Geno Smith and Brissett their whole career? Why never? Why never? I never heard that, dog. Why didn't I ever hear about how bad their fucking organizations were? How about nobody's talked about fucking how bad Sam Darnold's career started off with no wideouts, no O-line, the worst fucking coaching staff in America, the worst OC, rotating OCs. I played for three OCs in the worst organization, but Sam Darnold's shitty. But Justin Fields gets the pass. That's the problem I fucking have. Why? Why does Justin Fields get the pass? I want to hear from all you fucking trolls in the chat. You guys all know. Is it because you're a homer? You like him? Or you feel sorry for him? because he's a rookie, and he's Ohio State, and Ohio State quarterbacks never pan out, and he's he's a black quarterback, and now you're just defending white quarterbacks. Give me, tell me, motherfucker. I want to hear this story. I want to hear all this shit you're talking about, okay? I want to hear all this. Tell me. Tell me all this. A Leo factor. Tell me what game James Daniels, All right, and white hair got hurt in. And tell me how many games they got hurt and missed for Trubisky since you want to bring up all these fucking stats on roster.com, motherfucker. Why don't you bring up how injured they were? How about you bring up all the injuries that Trubisky played through in Chicago? Bring that up. Bring up the fact that Briggs was coming over there and demanded to get the fuck out because management was so bad, but he actually liked Nagy. Talk to me about why you demanded Nagy to be removed so bad, but now you wonder why, who the number one quarterback per all statistical categories is right now, Patrick Mahomes. Who's coaching him? Oh, Nagy is. It's fucking crazy. But you all know more than me. Why don't you talk about how injured ridden that fucking roster was with, with Trubisky that actually led the team to the playoffs twice. Twice. Twice, Leo Factor. Tell me that. Just because you don't fucking miss games, don't mean you're injured. You're not injured, Leo. Leo, did you play football at a high level? Do you know the difference between an old lineman battling through shit and playing? Do you think Matt McChesney misses games? You think I miss games? We fucking played through injuries. That doesn't mean you're gonna play at your highest fucking ability either. Trubisky had a fucking horrible roster. He had two old linemen that were good, and they were banged up the entire two years they went to the playoffs. You motherfuckers just be saying shit, dog. It's fucking unbelievable. So I want to get to Fields here. So Daniel Jones is shitty. Uh, Trubisky's shitty. Um, Burrow gets a pass. Mills is shitty. Justin Fields gets a pass, though. Why didn't Matthew Stafford get a pass? Why didn't Matthew Stafford get a pass? Please give me that. I'm waiting. I'm waiting, dog. I'm waiting. I want to know why Matthew Stafford for 10 years was obliterated by all you dick riding fans. And by all you fucking know-it-alls, why was Stafford so fucking hated on in the worst organization in football? Can I know that? But why is Justin Fields so fucking legit? I got an interesting stat I just got sent to me too. He puts up seven points last night, had a quarterback rating of twenty-eight. And you guys think he's the he's the guy. The Bears are fucking him. <laughs> oh, shit. He's the only guy that I know that can score no points all year, have the lowest QBR, miss wide open motherfuckers, and we still give him a pass. Yeah, I know why. I know why you, you do it, but it's all right. Can't be real, but we'll be be politically in fucking dumb. (laughs) Noel Mazzoni, probably one of the best quarterback coaches in America, uh, broke down Justin Fields and told me he's a running back playing quarterback. What does he know? You guys all know more than Noel Mazzoni too, right? I'm curious. You guys all know more than him, I'm sure. When he says that, he says... That he is a fucking running back playing quarterback, which I said, but what do I know? Justin Fields literally looks like an athlete playing quarterback. He's not a quarterback playing. He's not a quarterback who is an athlete. He's not. So, which one do you think he is? He looks like a legitimate running back to me. He's built like one. He moves like one. He can roll. He's fucking strong, big, physical cat. He looks like a running back in the NFL to me. I really, I hate to put that on people that love playing quarterback and that are playing quarterback in the NFL right now, but he's an NFL running back. I'm being honest with you, dog. I'm being real with you. I'm telling you the truth. He is an NFL running back right now. I think Justin Fields can be a legitimate running back in the NFL. I'm not even being an asshole or joking though. I've just watched him the last 2 weeks run around and that motherfucker looks fluent. He looks like fucking O.J. Simpson out there. I'm just I, I, I'm being fucking real. I swear to god I'm not lying. Justin Fields looks legit at running back. I'm not lying to you guys. I'm not fucking with you. He cannot play quarterback though. Like I'm being honest. He can't do it, though. He just can't do it. So listen, Carson Wentz, Ron Rivera blasted him. Now he defends him. I'm kind of lost and confused. He is shitty, but I, I want to break down this, uh, this incident that happened last night. All right, um, I, I, I want to break this play down real quick. All right. Can you guys all see that right there? What's about to happen right there? What is that right there? What is that right there? Does anyone know what that is? That is what we call a crackback. That is the epitome of a crackback. That is the. Term that I used on Twitter and Instagram when I did a video and I said, man, we can't even crack back no more. It's a penalty on receivers. And then. Oh, linemen cannot peel back and crack anybody coming behind them anymore. Cause we're so soft. Football is not fun anymore at all, by the way. Um, so. A quarterback can fucking crack back and be legal? (laughs) Dog, we are so fucking confused in the NFL. It is the biggest mockery slap in the fucking face that I've ever seen. Can't hit the quarterback low. Can't hit him high. Can't tackle him and just throw him down. You got to land on him and brace him with your arm. Like... But you know what, Carson Wentz? You can totally sneak me on a crackback. My number one backer who once traded out, you can crackback me and sneak me, and it's okay. That's okay. <laughs> and that right there is the epitome of why back in the day, Carson Wentz would have a fucking bounty on his ass right now. He don't, though, he don't have a bounty on him because they're so scared to hurt him anyway. This is week two in a row that Carson Wentz has done this. Now, I want you to look at Carson Wentz, all right? He's got big thighs. He's got an ass on him. He's got decent legs, calves, pretty good guys. Six, five, six, six, about 255. He's put together. What does he look like? Justin Fields is a running back. What do you think this motherfucker looks like? He's a fucking tight end. That is what Carson Wentz should be. Because most quarterbacks can't do this. Like, what are we doing, dog? Like, most quarterbacks can't do that. And he's horrible. He needs to go play fucking tight end. I'm just being honest. That's what he needs to do. But what do I know? Um... Man, without further ado, we got we're at the second two second hour of the show, and uh, like I said, we've got a great great lineup today. Um, the one and only, the the, the beautiful Danielle Camella. I mentioned earlier that'll be on the show. Um, she's gonna join the show right now. I'm gonna put her ticker on the bottom on the uh, on the bottom ticker down here. It'll have all her information. All right, Twitter handle, website. Go follow her. Go check her out. Go check it out. She does a lot. And uh, without further ado, I want to welcome Danielle into the chat. Appreciate you, Danielle. How you doing?
1: Coach, it's so great to kind of finally meet you face to face, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're close enough. I could reach out and touch. you not too far away. Yeah, so close. Right through the screen. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Uh, I'm in your neck of the woods all the time. We got we to gotta, we gotta hook up sometime. Um, so, look i'm gonna introduce you i don't know how to introduce you all okay. right so i want a former sun devil arizona state sun devil uh the mm-hmm. home of my homie pat perez I, I know some other legends went there as well matt pat tillman phil mickelson mm-hmm. so many others but none greater than danielle camella give it up arizona.
1: that's exactly what i want to hear
0: <laughs> hey, i appreciate you coming on um so, listen, I got a bunch of Polynesians in the chat here. We got a couple hundred people That's in here nice. right now live. And uh, I talked to you about some things. Explain what you are, because everybody's asking me this whole two days uh, since i finally told a <laughs> So, I think you're Samoan, you're French, you're Italian, Hispanic, Asian, Tongan, Samoan. I'm just kidding. What are you?
1: Close, close. You're very close. Um, yes. So, I'm Samoan. I'm Irish, German, Polish, and Chinese. So... My dad's a total white guy, total white guy, blue eyes. Um, And my mom's the one who's Polynesian, a little more ethnic. So that made me.
0: (laughs) Hey, you said Samoan like a straight Uso did too. Like you're not just a white Samoan. You didn't say it like that. You said it like real deal. So I know you have it in you. So much love to you. (laughs) Everybody in the chat saying what's up. Um, So. What's going on? You're in Arizona. I'm sure you lived all over the place. Uh, so do you still wrestle? What's going on with that?
1: I do from time to time, but right now I've kind of been focusing on other things. I have like so many interests. I, I stay busy, um, but I definitely miss wrestling a lot. I love it. It's, it's one of my passions. Um, so I'm sure I'll be back in the ring. I'm just not sure when.
0: Um, I I would love to see you on ESPN replacing like Kimberly Martin or one of these people that so bad. It would be great to see you on one of these things to the real, a real person on there that knows what they're doing. Um, So give me a breakdown the kind of the current landscape in wrestling. I know. I know it's is it bigger than ever before? Cause I still see it sold out. It's packed. Like my buddy Pat McAfee, you know, he's he's still announcing yeah. it. They gave him a new deal. Like how big is it? Like first, so, first of all, were you WWE or AEW or what is all? How's that work?
1: So I started in NXT, which is pretty much where every talent signs and starts. It's their performance center. They train you from the ground up. You do shows every weekend. So I started in NXT and then worked a few matches. Um, with WWE which is it's all under the same umbrella so I was with WWE Um, and then after I got released I did a few matches with AEW so I've got to experience both landscapes there Um, but wrestling is definitely bigger than ever now they've really just branched out when it comes to being like this brand that doesn't just do wrestling you know they have people in movies you know they're taking over like different sports scenes so it's Really, just kind of exploded, especially for the women, because you know, back in the day when I was a fan growing up, I'd see like bra and panty matches, those kind of things. Like those days are gone. So we've definitely elevated when it comes to women's wrestling.
0: That's like the the lingerie football thing, which to me is like a slap in the women's face. Like, and then people are like, oh no, we're gonna go sell out and watch lingerie football, and I'm like, dude, that's a slap in the face. People think that the women in that league. Uh, can really go out and coach in the NFL though afterwards because they play in the lingerie league. And my next question to you, I'm like, I argue this all the time. Uh, I love women's coaching. I love women in professional sports. I love them in, in management, administration, all those things that's happening right now. Raiders just hired a woman. I mean, we got all these things going on. Women referees everywhere. I love it. The I have an issue with women coaching football in the NFL, not anywhere else. Only the NFL because I don't think there's an equivalent to the NFL like there is in the WNBA and the NBA. I believe it's the same game, even though it's the you know it's it's a different gender. Mm-hmm. It's the same game. I think the five-on-five ants landscape, the aspect of women coming over from the WNBA. She just won in the, for the Vegas team. Uh, came over from uh, San Antonio Spurs, being with Popovich on the Spurs, and I believe that equates and translates. Do you think I'm just an idiot or do you think that it's, is it fair to say, like, I don't know if Danielle camella can go out and coach Aaron Rodgers and say, you know what? Your drop was shitty. You need to do this. Do you think they're going to look at you and say, all right, coach, or are you going to think it's "Ah, whatever you never played? I I don't know. I think it's just hard to hold their attention. uh, If you actually don't have that experience, hands-on experience that I think is needed.
1: Right. And, you know, I am all for, you know, equal rights and things like that with jobs and stuff, but I do agree with you. I just don't see it either. And a woman, I mean, a female will never play in the NFL. That's just, it is what it is, right? That's never going to happen. So to transfer over to coaching without even play, I mean, I know there are coaches that have never played in the NFL, understand that, but there's just a different dynamic when it comes to men. In the locker room, especially with a sports sport as violent as football, so it's funny because I was actually just talking to my dad about this last night because I think they mentioned on the broadcast there was a female. Yeah. Yeah, and so he was like, "Are you kidding me?" He's a little a little much, but I was like, "Okay, yeah, I get it." So
0: and we had a kicker at Vanderbilt last year, you know, and then they blew that up, and it's like it's like to me it's sad because I got a daughter, and I'm like, I to me it's like. It's a PR stunt. Like, you guys blow it up, but then what, where's she at now? Like, I haven't heard anything about her now. Like, nobody talks about her anymore. Like, you let her come out and kick because you're a horrible fr- uh, program at Vanderbilt and you couldn't win a game. She comes out, makes a field goal or something. You guys don't rush her. You let her kick it. It's like it's like a PR stunt, like what we're seeing right now, I think, in in so many quarterbacks not being able to get hit in the NFL to me is, like, bad. Like, right,
1: and didn't she only – she had like one did she ever get back on the field or it was just one and done and that was it okay she was a soccer
0: player I think she was a soccer player or something but
1: exactly and it's just it's tough as much as we want to think as women like we can do anything when it comes you know to stuff that's physical it's just we're not equivalent to men in that aspect it's just that's just the truth so Uh,
0: I mean that's like I I, I'm I'm so bad I go so hard on uh on, on dudes that hit a woman, right? Hit any woman. I don't care if if you were to hit me a thousand times, I'm still not going to hit you back. Like, All right,
1: let's go. I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> like, that's what people don't grasp. I'm like, we're not equal right now. You might be my ass. You might, but but like, no. women and men aren't equal. Like, there's just physically, scientifically, biomechanically, it's just not equal. And people are like, oh, coach, if she hit me, I'm, I'm hitting her back. And I'm like, and you're a fucking... Bitch. Sorry. I mean, that's what a man is. That's what you are as a man. I call men that word, not women. But <laughs> I just feel that you are like the epitome of one if you hit a female. I don't care what they do to you. Like, they can't. If she does knock you out and catches you, then we'll clown you and move on. Don't hit her back. But what I, today's era, though, generation, I swear, we're, we're enabling guys to do this shit. And you see it on the power of the phone. Everyone's filming mm-hmm. that shit, thinking it's a retweet and like situation. I'm just like, we are sad, man. No parenting at home. Parental skills are bad. Um,
1: yeah, no, how that's are you true. Wrestling,
0: like how- a beautiful woman mm-hmm. comes out. I'm gonna wrestle. How?
1: Oh gosh. Okay, I'll take you on a little journey. I'm not gonna drag this out, but but let's go. Okay, so um, I was living in L.A. at the time. I had just finished working for Fox Sports Arizona for about five years. Um, they dissolved the position I was in moved out to LA was trying to do the whole LA thing and I saw a casting call for this reality TV show called Tough Enough. And the concept of this show is you all compete to see if you're tough enough to be a WWE superstar and whoever wins gets to sign a contract with the WWE. And I'm not a reality TV person that is not like my dream or I even think part of my journey to be on a reality TV show but when I saw this particular one to win a WWE contract, I thought, you know what, that would be really cool. I I grew up watching wrestling. I always thought the women were just badasses, and I was also a gymnast growing up. So I was like, this would kind of be the perfect thing for me. Um, so I tried out for the show. It was the tryout was like totally gruesome, or not gruesome. It was it was just the one of the hardest things I've ever ever had to do um and at the end of it they were like well we don't want you on the show but we want you to come back and have a tryout with us to potentially sign on and I was like oh perfect I don't have to be on the show but I can still get a chance to be a wrestler I'm in so and then I, you got in there. yep that's how it, it. happened
0: yeah <laughs> that's uh much love to you uh kudos to you um yeah. let me ask you this what uh What's your take on this whole Vince McMahon thing and, and and everything is he is, is his removal or resignation? Was it warranted?
1: Um, you know, I don't really, Oh, okay. Actually now I'm backtracking because it was because of those allegations. Um,
2: yeah, it's weird
1: because I guess when I heard that, um, it was a weird situation, right? Like he paid someone, it was, it was a, contract where they weren't supposed to speak so i don't really understand how that works if you weren't supposed to say anything so i don't know but i guess i guess it really isn't a good look so
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. and so i'm sure sh- he's not hurting in the pocket i mean
1: no i'm like who knows if he's still running things behind us you never know um
0: now so, is your, what you did in there is it all one conglomerate or is it totally separate
1: um nxt
0: like, just, like, the, the female side, is it all the same? Um, like, with WWE, AEW, okay. like, is it all one big bubble, or is it totally no. separate, like NFL to- and Canadian football? Is it totally different? Oh, it's- no, it's
1: it's the same style of wrestling. It's, like, entertainment-style wrestling. Um, but, like, AEW is kind of a direct competitor right now with WWE, so they're just different organizations, but the wrestling style is the same. Yeah. uh
0: Got you. Got you. So. I got you. So let me ask you this. Um, Who's Arizona State going to hire as the next football coach?
1: I knew. Okay. I'm going to go with the sexy hire. Let's go with like some Deion Sanders, some Urban Meyer.
0: Urban ain't going. Because they love USC and UCLA. So I think they're going to, whoever they get is going to be someone. I had Noel Mazzoni on today, who's an Arizona State former coach Mm -hmm. there. And uh, he was on my show this morning, this morning show. And he's like, me and him think the same. We're like, dude, you got to hire someone that wants to be at Arizona State, not needs to be there. Like, people hire guys that just need to be there right? um, for, like, to get another job. You know what I mean? I mean, we got to hire the guy that wants Huh?
1: I said it's tough. It's the Pac-12. You're right. If someone has to want to be there, like, I want a coach that's going to coach my team to be the best, right? But... Um, no, I was just kidding about those two. I'm just like those are the two big names, right? That people. Are like, hey. No, I know.
0: I know. Um, don't worry about that. They're a bunch of slap dicks. So, um, yeah, Urban wouldn't go. I don't think Urban would go to Nebraska either. I don't think he'd go to anywhere other than a big time school. And 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 Herm was just a pretty big, sexy hire as far as coming from the NFL. So for Arizona State purposes, that's a sexy hire. That don't work yeah, out. Right. The NFL does not translate well to college, in my opinion, and. I don't know. I just think that I think that they have to hire somebody that has some ties local, mm-hmm. at least a West Coast guy it doesn't have to necessarily be from like Tempe or Tucson or whatever, you know, you don't okay, need to just, just drop your name already. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> So you know, just, you're
1: describing <laughs> yourself. <laughs> they're
0: too scared to hire me. They're too scared to hire me. Shit. I, I would. Hey, Noble Zoni was like, hey, they hire, they call me JB, we're there. I'm like, shit, I'm down. But uh, you know, my boy Pat Perez is right up the block, and we'd be he's always at the game too. And he's like, dude, I don't even go no more. He goes, I've talked to the president, I've talked to everybody. They're so scared. I don't know. And then Scott Frost was at your guys' practice like last week, and I'm like, he just got ran out of Nebraska. If you guys hire that guy, you guys are just going backwards again. And that's like, I, I don't know, man. It's unbelievable. I don't get it. Um, no, I mean. You got to ask we, you some picks real quick for the weekend. Okay, um, well,
1: let's go. Let me take a look here. All right.
0: Packers, Jets. Who you got?
1: Oh, I'm going with the Jets for sure. Ooh, shit. I haven't even built my parlays yet. I haven't. I'm like, I need what, to get do in. you
0: have a betting? Do you do some betting stuff?
1: Oh, a lot. I'm like, I'm a total degenerate when it comes to that, so. Um, but let
0: me say, so I saw your link tree. So what, is that your site, or do you just go on and bet it?
1: Oh, with Line Leans? Yeah. Um, so that's like, a, it's a new kind of gaming app. Um, so it's not mine. It's one of my friends, um, and it, that's like a different style of gaming. So it kind of incorporates, like, Texas Hold'em style strategy with sports betting, which is really, it's really cool. It's, like, really unique and um different but i've been betting since it became legal here in arizona so it's kind of
0: um, man we need it here we need it we need it bad
1: hey you need a bookie i'm just kidding
0: (laughs) yeah we need we need betting here though we i can't even do like FanDuel or nothing
1: you guys are gonna be one of the last states that gets
0: it but you know why they're doing that shit to make the most money you know california is all strategic when it comes to that shit they're gonna make yeah all right. I got, I'm actually leaning towards my one of my players as a starting defensive end for the Jets. So I, I got to kind of go with the Jets on that one, too. I think they're a much better roster. I think they have a shot. And Brandon Lane, who's one of the best, biggest betting guys in the country. Uh, he's on the show at three o'clock today after you. And he's uh, he always gives us his picks. But all right. Big game of the week. Cowboys, Eagles. Uh, let me ask you. Would you start Dak Prescott if he's healthy or you keep the ball rolling with this Cooper Rush Opie looking cat?
1: Oh gosh, that's tough. I think I would kind of want to keep the ball rolling, you know, kind of see what happens there. But at the same time, I'm taking the Eagles. So would my pick change if Dak was in? Uh, I don't know, but I'm definitely taking the Eagles on this one. Really? Yes.
0: All right. I hear that shit. Uh, What do you think about the Giants four and one in that same division?
1: that's crazy to me i'm very shocked about this um let me see here oh they're playing Mm. i gotta take the ravens though i I just can't see them i can't see them beating the ravens what about you (laughs) i'm
0: not uh, i'm not Let, let me let me let me go to a little college you know anything about college football
1: Honestly, I not too much. I'm very just NFL. All right.
0: Just, all right, so you are you all NFL? Like you 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 really bet NFL tough?
1: Yeah, I bet NFL a lot. I I love betting on basketball. That's probably my favorite. But um, I'll start getting into that, you know, a little bit later. Baseball is my least favorite. I lost a lot of money during baseball season, so I'm over
0: that. I gotta. I, got <laughs> I hate baseball. I gotta. <laughs> give, I gotta ask you two college picks though for the show. I gotta ask okay, you. Okay. Okay. Penn State and Michigan are two big programs, undefeated. And Alabama, Tennessee are both undefeated, two big programs. And TCU plays Oklahoma State. Those three games right there, I'm going to um, I'm going to give away some giveaways today. I'm going to give away a hoodie or a T-shirt if you if you can pick these three winners right here. Penn State, Michigan. You don't need to know shit. Michigan oh, no. State has seven points at home.
1: Right. I'm going Penn State. Just I'm going to go strictly based on the fact I have friends that are big Penn State fans. Uh, I'm going to go with Penn State on that one.
0: All right. Tennessee, Alabama.
1: Um, Tennessee has been crushing it, but it's hard to bet against Alabama, so I'm going to go Bama on that one.
0: And TCU, Oklahoma State. Hmm. Let's, go TCU. Let's go TCU.
1: Let's go TCU.
0: Hey, they're That's rolling <laughs> right now. They're rolling. Um, they're rolling, so I, it's, it's tough. Uh, is, is, is Tua coming back, or should you ever, should he ever play again?
1: He's going to come back eventually, but, I mean, not anytime soon, I wouldn't think. That was such – I hated seeing that. Um, and obviously it's affected all the games now, which is frustrating. Um, I don't know. That, that whole situation is just a mess.
0: The, the the uh the three and two um they've lost two in a row they play the Vikings i don't I don't even know who's the starting quarterback I think it's the third string guy starting
1: yeah I, it is the third string I don't know his name skyler
0: Thompson or something okay. skyler, skyler something he has like a porn star name I don't even know <laughs>
1: a wrestling name pretty much
0: yeah I don't even know who the hell the cat is um I'm gonna take the Vikings though I think the Vikings they're favored by three um i'm taking those guys
1: okay yeah yeah i would lean vikings as well
0: all right so you already picked the top the big game cowboys eagles the other big game which may be the biggest game chiefs bills Mm
1: -hmm. uh that's hard uh bills Uh, josh allen's my fantasy qb um i like what they're doing over there so I, i gotta go i gotta go bills
0: I think I'm rolling Bills, too. I think they have to beat him, even though I got to see him beat him in the playoffs, though, for Josh Allen to sell me that the Bills are a contender. He can't get past Mahomes in the East. If he can't get past them, how, yeah. how is he going to ever be the, the GOAT? So
2: yeah. I don't know.
0: I'm rooting that way. What's up with Russell Wilson and the Broncos? I got him in the AFC title game before the season started. He's been an absolute mess. Is him and Ciara battling at home? you think he's got some Giselle Tom Brady shit going on or what?
1: Um, that's a solid point that could be the factor that you know I wasn't thinking about it's got to be because <laughs> what's how yeah what is happening with him
0: I don't um, know man he's fat he's out of shape he looks like real soft doesn't he look like just gooey like he's not the same like
1: he's a pillow
0: yeah <laughs> he's very very out of shape i mean, honestly honest with you he's very very out of shape and I don't know I just think there's something going on just like the Giselle Brady thing. The difference is Brady doesn't, he can fight through it. He's like the goat with that mental aspect. I don't know. I don't know if this Russell's so, it's a different cat. He's such a weirdo. I think he's just like, (laughs) I'd rather see him do commercials, not the subway one, but maybe another Oh
1: my gosh. Uh, All
0: right, listen, I want to play a game real quick before you get out of here. All right. All right. Favorite rapper.
1: Oh my gosh. It could be anyone, right? Anyone, yeah. All right, let's go, Tupac.
0: Oh shit, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. I like those. Things. I like old school. See, I don't. I, I was waiting for you to say some new mumble rapper I don't even know, and I was like, fuck, Glad. Nah. Right. <laughs> favorite movie?
1: Oh, You're hit these are the hard questions. All your favorites, you got to like rack your brain for everything you've ever thought. Um, my favorite movie. Let's go back to that. We'll come back to that one. All
0: right. Um, Favorite mixed drink.
1: Ooh. See, I'm a wino. Are you? I like Prosecco. I like uh, a good Sauvignon Blanc, a nice Cabernet. A classy lady. All
2: right. Uh, But if I had
1: to pick, if I had to pick a mixed drink, um, I guess I would go with a Dirty Martini. Tito's.
0: Ooh, that's classic. That's, my, <laughs> that's one of my favorites right there. I make a bomb dirty martini. I might have to go fuck with the dirty martini after this. Yes. Um, <laughs> do you drink beer at all?
1: Um, I did a lot in college. Uh, I do occasionally, sure. I do occasionally.
0: I can't do the beer, man. I, if I do, it has to be like like a like a.
1: Bud Something
0: Light, <laughs> like bloat you doesn't beer like bloat you. I can Yeah,
1: I don't beer. like I don't like drinking beer. I mean, drink every beer. once in a while, if I'm forced to, I will. All
0: right, dance or boogie.
1: Isn't dance boogie? It's the same thing.
0: Hey, gangsters don't dance. We boogie. <laughs> you know the difference. <laughs> I should dance have seen that coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, go you back to you. the movie. What is it?
1: My go-to movie. Yeah. um
0: are you a sports are you like a sportswoman? are you a are you a, com- a comedy is it like so
1: lovey-dovey
0: I, is it drama
1: i like indie films i like films that make you feel weird i like sci-fi i like horror so i'm that type of movie person so trying to think of like a movie you know that's across the board is tough
0: um
1: but it's I mean, halloween season so now is my time to shine with all my favorite movies, movies.
0: Yes. You scary movies? Yes. Will you watch a scary movie alone?
1: Oh yeah, all the time. If really? I yeah, I'll go to the movie theaters and watch one alone.
0: Really? You got dogs? No. No pets. No. Nope. All right. I i just cat? used to it. If you had to choose dog or cat?
1: Um a dog. Yeah. I like both, but dogs for sure.
0: Good. We had to, we had, I had to I had to leave on a positive note. If you if you said cat, I was going to like
1: just shut shut it off I'm yeah, just like yeah, gone no, off the no screen. no
0: favors for me no coming to Cali no other thing <laughs> I'm just playing hey I can't thank you enough for joining us make sure everybody you follow her um what's your website about
1: my website just kind of highlights the work I've done like some of my hosting work some wrestling matches pictures um contact information that kind of thing so are you Yeah. So-
0: are you an actress though? Are you trying to be one? Would you be one? Or are you, just, you just take jobs here and there?
1: Yeah, I'm definitely an actress, but the market here in Arizona is mostly commercials. So right now I'm pretty much a commercial actress. Uh, that's why I do want to get back out to LA to have a, a little bit more opportunities. But you know, it's still fun playing like the mom at the grocery store or, <laughs> or like picnicking with your husband, you know, those little commercials. So
0: no doubt, yeah. no doubt. Well, hey, I thank you so much. And like I said, I wish you the best. If you ever need anything, let me know. And uh, we'll have to have you on again and uh, break it down. I'll have to show, like, uh, have you wrestling or something like that. So, something you. crazy. We got to show a video.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm down. Thanks so much, Coach.
0: Hey, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Heron. Good luck to you. See ya. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Appreciate her coming on. Danielle Camello Much love to her joining the show. Um, she's badass, dog. She's a badass wrestler. She's a badass female. And, uh, she's that alpha female. She'll probably be all your asses in the chat that talk shit. Um, appreciate her joining the show. Jay knows everything about it. Jay knows everything about all women. COVID or not. That motherfucker could have COVID and, and he could just, he knows everything. Uh, time to take a piss. I'll be back three minutes. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. I'll be right back. Peace. Number one, Lamar Jackson won the MVP. Lamar Jackson's had no issues off the field. He's been he's been great in the community and all those things. Okay. Um let me get a quote of the day. It's ticking on the bottom of the thing. I didn't even say it. Separation comes from preparation. Make sure you understand that. Separation comes from preparation. There's a reason they put that film contract in Kyler Murray's fucking clause, And it clearly showed last night. I pointed it out, even though it's one play. Well, I could have pointed out uh, 20 plays. And it is clear that him and the head coach are not on the same wavelength as far as calling plays. Because if they were, you'd have a completely different schematics going on. They were in quads on that fucking play, by the way. To the left, he's a right-handed quarterback. Everything's fucked up from the jump. (laughs) I'm not even going to get into all that. But Lamar Jackson is is a great kid, human, perfect kid you want to represent in your your, your, your organization. All those things. Great, I understand it. But, dog, at the end of the day, you still have to produce and win championships. He's done nothing. Lamar Jackson's done nothing of significance. And I told you about this fucking MVP thing in the NFL. It is a popularity vote, whether it's good or bad, on or off the field. Let me break it down. Aaron Rodgers won the last two. Why? Because he's controversial off the field. Plus, we know he's the best ball spinner on it. Lamar Jackson that year was a popular guy. He came in ripping it, running around, freak of nature, all that shit. But we knew he wasn't gonna win no real games. Anyone, guys that I know, guys that I know, knew he wasn't gonna win no meaningful playoff game. But they gave him the fucking MVP. Steve Nash beat Kobe Bryant twice for an MVP in the NBA. <clears throat> you don't think it's a popularity vote? You think Steve Nash deserved it over Kobe? All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get back cracking real quick. Appreciate Danielle joining the show. Arizona state sun devil alum. Very, very beautiful. Danielle Camella. Um, let's move on. I got to get into some, uh, a little bit of college real quick. We're still in the first and 10 segment of this show, by the way, brought to you by Canada, Dip, Check it out. Use the promo code coach JB. Um, Iowa State Texas all right Texas favored by 16 in the last seven matchups the total has not passed the over and under i'm going to ask Brandon Lang about that game uh later on today um so we'll find out i'm curious on that one Iowa State's only 11 13 points a game Texas is scoring 40 something's got to give Texas is on a current three game losing streak to Iowa State i believe that changes i'm taking Texas to win that one. All right. Uh, I'm taking Texas. Um, um, Oklahoma, KU. All right. KU had a lot of promise. QB injured, etc. I don't know. I think Oklahoma's struggling. I think KU's still going to get the win. Um, I just don't understand the, the the fucking line. It's minus nine. I'm confused on that. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask Brandon Lang about that one. Jalen Daniels is out. Um, Oklahoma's giving up a lot of fucking points, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on that. Auburn, Ole Miss. Ole Miss favored by 15. Ole Miss has lost six straight to Auburn, and is 0-2 under Lane Kiffin. I think Auburn gets on the right track. Um, and fires Harson after this game. Lane Kiffin beats that ass and goes to one and two, um, instead of fucking 0 and 3. Old has won 13 straight home games for the first time since 1964. I'm rolling with Lane and the boys. Uh, I think it's Harson's last game. I think this is Harson's last football game as the head coach at Auburn. That's my prediction. I'm predicting it right here on the show. Mississippi State minus four at Kentucky. I think Mississippi State uh, beats the shit out of them. I don't know if Will's playing. Will Levis is playing or not. Um, Kentucky's lost two in a row. Mississippi State's rolling. Minus four, I'm taking Mississippi State. Uh, The home team has won the last seven matchups, by the way, between these two. Will Rogers is the leading passer per game in the nation, averaging 352 yards a game, and his second in passing touchdowns with 22. And uh, I think it's hard to stop that dude right now, even though I don't believe they're going to beat anybody of significance. Florida minus two and a half versus LSU. Florida's won eight straight versus unranked teams. This game is huge for both coaches who are in their first year. Uh, both of them have lost two games and dropped both of them to Tennessee. So uh, I'm curious on that game. And does Anthony Richardson finally prove that he is worth a shit? I don't think he is. I think he's shitty. I'm going to be honest. I think he's shitty. I've been saying he's shitty for a while. Um I want to get to this segment real quick before Brandon Lane jumps on um, in about 30 minutes. I'm going to get to this third long segment of the show uh, brought to you by Fight Camp. Third down. That's a little rubber out concept right there. That's what she said. Rub it out. All right. So third down. I want to break this Penn State Michigan game down. I want to break this Tennessee Alabama game down. Uh, Pat McAfee and the boys head on back to Knoxville for the second time in a month. And Peyton Manning is supposed to be the guest picker today, uh, this weekend. So, you know, tomorrow morning um nick saban has been tormenting tennessee for the last fucking 20 years dating back to 2001 sec championship game when he came back in the second half against tennessee phil fulmar and had his eyes set on the rose bowl and another national title tennessee has been on a downward spiral ever since that season only um with only two more appearances in the sec title game and they lost the 0-4 at Auburn. So I don't know, man. I think Alabama just has that it factor over Tennessee. I'm going to take Alabama to beat Tennessee in this one. I just think Nick Saban's going to shut down that offense who has been rolling. And I don't know if Bryce Young plays, or if it matters or not. I think Bryce Young plays, obviously, I, I, I'm more and more comfortable. But even if he doesn't, I think Nick Saban will scheme Hypo in the offense. And I think that Alabama will figure a way how to get it done. So, that's my take on them. Penn State, Michigan, man, I don't know how to. I, I don't watch them enough. I don't watch them enough. I don't really watch the two, and I don't see them a lot on the West Coast. Um, but since it's at Michigan, I'm gonna roll with Harvard and Michigan, man. I think Michigan's gonna be undefeated when they play Ohio State, and I think that game's gonna take it all. Um, now if Penn state wins this game. It's going to change the landscape in my opinion of a lot of things. So I'm going to roll with Michigan to win this game at home. And, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they beat them by 14 or more. I just have a feeling that Harbaugh is going to put it up and get it going. So that's my opinion. Feinbaum says that Bryce Young, if he don't play, that Alabama has no chance to beat Tennessee. If you heard Paul Feinbaum. I think Paul Feinbaum's an absolute fucking idiot. So, what do I know? (laughs) I think Paul Feinbaum is a fucking idiot. I put him right there with... Who's my boy? Who's Shannon Sharp's uh, host, co-host? That's the other idiot. Those two guys are fucking idiots. Uh, they're right there with like Kimberly Martin and fucking Foxworthy and shit. Those motherfuckers, Kendrick Perkins, Ryan Clark, they're fucking atrocious. Um, Bob says, if Bryce Young don't play, Alabama has no shot to win because Tennessee scores too many points. Do you fucking know that you're playing against the best defensive-minded coach in football with fucking the probably the Heisman candidate defensive player of the year for Alabama on that side of the ball? <laughs> Holy shit, dog! Um, and let me let me break down some stat stats for you guys. All right, skip Bayless. Oh fuck, he's horrible. Let me break some stats down for you guys real quick. If Alabama loses, they would drop them to only having a 61% chance to make the playoffs. So, this game isn't necessarily a must win for Bama, but Tennessee would jump to a 49% chance to make the playoffs if they beat Alabama. If they lose, though, they'll have a 12% chance to make the playoffs. So, if Tennessee is riding on this game. They have to get it done. So, interesting. Alabama narrowly beat AM while turning the ball over multiple times with this quarterback. Even if this, if Bryce don't play, I think the backup does a much better job. And, uh, I think they'll control the ball. They have the best running back in America. I think they run the ball down Tennessee's throat and I think control the ball. They get some turnovers on defense and Tennessee will struggle mildly on offense. I think Alabama beats them. That's my opinion. So it is what it is. Um, James Franklin, going back to that Michigan game, dog. He has to get the monkey off his back. He hasn't beat top five teams. Like he took Vandy to three bowl games. Uh, he's never been back to. He's never been to back to back bowls. He went to a bowl last year at Penn State. Um, he, his losses, though, it, versus top five teams, are just. Are bad, dog. Are bad. So he can't get out of his own way. I don't know if he can beat Michigan. I just don't know if he can figure that shit out. JJ McCarthy leads a nation in completion percentage. He's fucking almost 80%. JJ McCarthy's almost 80% completion percentage. Um, I just want to know if Penn State can run the football on on Michigan. Is Brian in here? I don't know if Michigan, I don't know if Penn State. Um, can run the football. Penn State's only had nine runs of 20 yards this season. Um, Michigan's defense only allows 80 yards a game. The Michigan's, the, the Penn State offense is scoring 35 a game, but Michigan only allows 11. So something's going to give. I think Michigan's defense stymies them. I think Penn State struggles. I think Penn State's quarterback is absolutely fucking horrible. And I think Michigan's offense is averaging 43 points a game. And uh, But Penn State does have defense. Penn State has defense. So those two teams have great defense, average offense. Curious to see how this fucking game unfolds. Um, current odds to win the Big Ten. Ohio State's at plus 360. Michigan's at plus 650. Penn State at third, plus 850. Penn State Michigan play this weekend. This game has huge fucking implications. So I'm curious to see how this, this thing unfolds on, on that. So we'll see. I'm not sure how that's going to unfold, but uh, very interesting. Very interesting weekend. Very, very interesting weekend, um, to say the least. Um, I got to get to this last part of this thing. I want to get to the 12-game playoff. I want to talk about my fucking 12-game playoff uh, shit because we don't need 12-game playoff. But I want to be devil's advocate and be a realist. And I want to break down this 12-game playoff. In a scenario where Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama all have one loss, okay? To each other. Then you go to an undefeated Ohio State, Michigan, or Penn State. One of those three teams are going to be undefeated. Then let's say USC UCLA goes undefeated along with, let's say an Oklahoma state or TCU. And then let's say Clemson goes undefeated. You would have three perfect teams. Okay. But who would you give the last spot to by default? It's going to go to the sec champ, but let me ask you something. Which playoff? matchup sounds more exciting like an Ohio State Michigan Penn State versus a Clemson or an Oklahoma State USC UCLA TCU versus a Bama Georgia Tennessee Ole Miss matchup because those are the four right there that's that's the teams like you got one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve so if the top 12 teams right now were to play, it's Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Clemson, Oklahoma State, USC, UCLA, TCU, Bama, Georgia, Tennessee, and Ole Miss. How do you pair those 12 teams up? How do you pair those teams up? And right now, that's just, I know, we're, that, that'll never be this case because SC, UCLA got to play in the title game. Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State got to play in the title game. Georgia, Bama, Tennessee, Ole Miss—only two of those teams tops are going to go. So, but in a team in the field of twelve, do you take four SEC teams? Justin Taylor, I'm talking about if it's in the field of twelve, do you take the top twelve? If SC and UCLA this year, if we use this year's records, and let's say this year we're playing in a twelve-game playoff. And SC-UCLA play each other last game of the season, both undefeated. And that game's a close matchup, and whoever wins, let's say UCLA edges SC out 24-23, do you take both teams to the 12-game playoff if they still are the best 12 teams? That is what you're still going to have. Like, that is why the NCAA basketball tournament, uh, this is why I don't agree with putting 12 teams in. Because the 13th team's going to be pissed. Who's pissed off every year in the NCAA basketball tournament? The 65th team. So what did our soft asses do? Now we have a play-in game. So now we have a fucking play-in game to go to who goes plays. So really, the 66th and 65th team are playing this go and to who's the 64th team. Like, dog, get the fuck out of here. We're such a fucking, we give out so many awards. The 13th team's going to be pissed. Someone's always going to be pissed. So why do we keep adding teams? Let's just keep it what it is. Let the fifth team be pissed. But why are we going to keep adding fucking teams? Keep it at fucking four, dog. Keep it at four. I'm not with the 12 teams. And you know what? Then they're going to want... 18 teams, then they're gonna want 24 fucking teams. Just keep it at 12. Keep it at four. Keep it at four. Let's keep it real. Come on. There's 12 good teams, all right. However, what happens with Texas, everybody? Let's say Texas finishes at 13, played Alabama tough, quarterback got hurt. They lose to Texas Tech, and then their quarterback comes back, and then let's, let's say they go on a run. Let's say they go on a run and win it out. Do are they a team that's 10 and 2 being left out of the top 12? Do you see where I'm going? You see the crazy drama you're going to have with that team being left out? That's why I say, dog, just leave it how it is. We've already fucked it up. We've already fucked it up. (laughs) Ha ha. My point, it seems, with the transfer portal on the NIL era, that Alabama and Georgia of the world can no longer pay players under the table. And the NCAA turns a blind eye to it, and, and, and it gives them a huge advantage. It really does. Now that the programs who want to invest in programs, recruiting and hiring all the right coaches have a way easier path to the top. As long as they have resources, oil money, and boosters like Alabama, Georgia, and Clemson, even though A&M's throwing all this money in, they still haven't repped the benefit. They look fucking garbage still to me. But um, I just don't know if 12 teams balances college football out. I mean, honestly, how can you say that nine of the 13 schools I listed above does not deserve a chance to win it all at the end of the year? We, They all deserve it. But once you say that, then you're gonna say number eighteen deserves it, and number twenty one deserves it, and Cincinnati's ten and one ranked number twenty, and BYU's eleven and one they're ranked number fourteen, and they don't get in, they're gonna be pissed. Come on, dog. Especially like you know, three of the five, six top teams uh, coming out of the same conference every year. How pissed are you gonna be? How pissed are you gonna be, Jeremiah, if three or the or four of the top twelve teams are all from there? fucking sec do you know how many fucking people are gonna be pissed just leave it like it is like that's the problem i have like just fucking leave it be just let it go just let it go That that's just where i'm at with it um back to last night's football game because we're gonna get into brandon lang picking these picks here shortly back to this game last night um Justin Fields looked atrocious. Carson Wentz looked even worse. Crack back in on motherfuckers. I, I just want to know how he can crack back dudes. We can't hit him at all. And how the fuck are we going to get through this season with him not having a bounty put on his motherfucking head? He's been doing this for weeks. He's been trying to peel back on dudes for weeks. We get it, dog. He's a big old physical guy. Da, 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 da. He's fucking horrible. Put his ass at tight end. Put Carson Wentz at fucking tight end. And then put Justin Fields at running back. And they can block for each other. And let fucking Tyler Heineke throw him the ball. (laughs) Dog, it's fucking unbelievable. It's bad. It's bad fucking football. Okay? It's just bad football. I think it's so bad. I would bench Wentz today. Seriously, I would bench Carson Wentz today. I would put in Heineke. And then Dog, I would get I would just get over the shit. Like you have nothing to lose anyway. What do you have to lose? I'm curious. What the fuck do you have to lose? I don't understand what you have to lose, dog. Let me uh, get this shit all ready. Hey, the Yankees lose? Yankees just lost, huh? Where's Hector at? My boy, Capo. Your Yankees lost, dog. Yankees lost to the Guardians. How much money? And if the Dodgers, the Dodgers better not fucking lose either. What about Tom Brady getting fined 11 grand? Like, who comes up with $11,139 for kicking the Falcons' Grady Jarrett? When's the Dodger game on? Tonight? I might bet the Dodgers, dog. I might bet the Dodgers. Um They got to bounce back in a heavy way because, I mean, fucking baseball, Jeremiah, as you know, anybody can beat anybody in baseball. I don't give a fuck. I think 830 East Coast. Um, yeah, Noel has an end Zone. It's an app. Endzone.football.com um, and he's starting up a podcast with Josh Booty. So, Josh just got to LA, uh, Louisiana. He's got some uh, kids I believe and uh, at LSU and uh, so but booty's there um, but they'll be on the show a lot often, more often and then I don't know if you heard I'm going to be coaching the Army All-American game with both of those guys so we'll see um, what happens what happens Dodgers Fuck I, I hope they can win this. I need the Dodgers to win. Um Let me get this real quick. Fuck. Um I want to know who fined Tom Brady nine dollars Who the fuck ch- charges $11,139 for kicking a defensive end? So you can crack back on a player as a quarterback. And you can kick a motherfucker as a quarterback. But from what I remember... Mason Rudolph and Miles Jarrett had a little exchange. I believe there was a, some suspensions and a hefty fine. Tom Brady does some bullshit, and it seems to be thrown out the window. I'm very curious who came up with eleven thousand one hundred and thirty nine dollar fucking fine. Like what? Who just came up with that and said? You know what, Tom Brady? I'm gonna find you eleven thousand one hundred and thirty-nine fucking dollars cause you just attempted a kick. Who throws that fucking number out in the air, dog? How about just it's twenty five K, ten K. Ten K. Like, goddamn. Come on, TJ, you a baseball cat now, homie? Who the fuck's talking about murder Annie An erection? Holy fuck, some of you make up these names, too, dog. It's like fucking unbelievable. An erection. So, he wants to say an erection, like he has a hard dick. So that's a weirdo fuck for you right there if anyone hasn't figured out his name. So, he wants to come in here act like he's a female. But really he wants to say I have an erection and be totally a fuck boy, a bitch-made cat, a troll bitch-made cat, and then he wants to comment about every fucking thing. I'm just looking at his comments. Holy fuck. Like, you got to be a low-bottom-feeding low life, homie. How about you use your real name, dog? What is your real name on your birth certificate, dog? Let us know. Let us know, dog. Let's change your... Let's change... Who you are, Annie Rection. I'm willing to help you, dog. Let's help you, man. We got too many bitch-made cats out here. Let's help you. We gotta eliminate bitch madeness. ness Annie Rection, you are the epitome of a bitch-made cat. I'm sorry. What's your real name, homie? How many dicks do you suck when you see a fan? Do you suck their dick automatically, or do you try to like give them a reach around first, or what do you do? Do you do you have the the smell of balls on your jaws? Like I'm curious, I'm curious. How many balls do you juggle a fucking day, you fucking bottom feeding fuck? Go somewhere else, homie. Did I make you mad? Did I fuck your bitch? Did I fucking steal your girl at the prom? What is it? Why do you want to come into my chat and troll me? I'm curious to know. I just got to know. Like, that's a show I want to do. I want to bring in a bunch of bitch-made cats, and I want to ask all the bitch-made cats, why do you do what you do? You make a fake name, you're a fake fuck. You want to troll cat shows because you have nothing else to do. I'm just curious. Come on, dog. Now you want to talk shit, <laughs> motherfucker. I don't give a fuck how many how many viewers I have, bitch boy. I <laughs> I know 300 million motherfuckers have seen me though. How many have seen you? You are on my show talking about my viewers. Motherfucker, I don't give a fuck about no viewers. You bitch-bait motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. Holy shit. Erection got called out hiding in the shadows, and now he's mad and getting defensive. (laughs) That motherfucker getting defensive as hell, homie. I think I fucked this girl, dog. I think he, I did. I'm pretty sure I did, or his mama. I'm not sure. But damn, dog, an erection. Your mama sure could suck a dick, though. Oh my goodness, boy. Like she keeps her tongue out and her mouth all the way open. Like she ain't no joke, dog. Like mouth open, tongue all the way out. Like her, her shit don't even. And my shit's twelve inches around. And her mouth don't even touch my shit. That's fucking impressive shit, homie. Like her tongue's out, mouths open, and her don't and she don't touch my shit. I'm kudos to your mom, Anna erection. <laughs> your mom is fucking fire. <laughs> and the cold part is why you're really mad, An Erection walked in when his mom was doing those acts and anorexion's girl thought erection was home. She walks in, sees my shit and she helps mom handle it. <laughs> so now anorexion came home, kissed his mama. Hey mama. Dick on her motherfucking jaws got onto your lips. And then you tongue kiss your girl. And your girl has just been sucking dick for the last hour with your mom, and now you've got my dick and balls on your jaws. Unfucking believable. That is how anorexion trolls me, fellas. Everyone now knows. So shout out. I just gave you a fucking straight up, u porn, porn, hub, whatever the fuck it's called, breakdown. Of why this fuck's a troll. Where you at, Anorexian? Why ain't you talking now, homie? You bitch made motherfucker. You're a bitch, homie. You're a biggest bitch who got called out and is now in his (laughs) fillings. I'm not even blocking you, homie. Cause I just wanna call bitch made cats out like you. Cause let's have a, let's have a, let's see how, how, how swift you are on your feet. See, I talk ad lib, homie. I'm I'm right here talking in your face. I want to see you in the chat. Wait ten minutes to respond so you can write some shit down. I don't write shit down. I'm right here, dog. I'm right here, dog. Jeremiah, you know that's part of me, Jeremiah. I like talking shit to these people. So, yeah, we're gonna go members soon, but not yet. We're still because we got two shows, so we're waiting on a, on the members only thing. We're gonna be going members only soon, though. Um, but when I have guests on and shit, for the most part, we're going to, we're going to be members only, but, um, yeah, as the show grows, shit, you know, the trolls grow, you know how that goes. Um, but I just love, I love talking shit on a fearless Friday. I love talking shit on a fearless Friday. It is unbelievable. Uh, Alvin Kamara has a civil lawsuit filed against him today, just now. Um, This motherfucker wants $10 million from Alvin Kamara. $10 million. $10 million this dude wants from Alvin Kamara. And apparently Alvin Kamara may be suspended next year. I don't understand that. How do you get suspended next year? (laughs) How do you get suspended next year? Gorge, and I I did see your unblock. That shit was comical. I seen you unblocked her and then said... You're going to (laughs) lose. Kamara hit a cat in Vegas or some shit at the Pro Bowl, I believe. Right? I think that's what he did. I think he hit somebody at the Pro Bowl. I think he hit an erection. Because I hit anorexia's mama and then I think Kamara hit anorexia and then I think anorexia had a fucking conniption and then had a heart attack iction and then motherfucker went and fell into the diction and motherfucker sucked on balls and jaws. <laughs> anorexia, where you at, you bitch-ass made motherfucker? Where you at, homeboy? You writing down a a, a Comeback? I haven't blocked you. Where you at, dog? You, you fucking... Where you been at? It's been like eight minutes, dog. Come on, man. It's been eight minutes. Come on, dog. I haven't blocked nobody all day. Dog, no, don't get me started. Don't ask me where to become a member at. All right? Fucking dummy. Go Google it. Jesus Christ go google um brandon lang's gonna be joining us here in a second um we get to this fucking deal real quick Jason Cooper wild that you can't handle it or wild that you like it you're just catching the ass in though we're just I'm just shooting the shit right now so if you don't if you don't watch the full show then just don't comment unless you know it or like it If you don't like it we have choices we're just chilling. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just too real for a lot of folks. But I'm being fearless on this Fearless Friday. Brought to you by CanadaDipCBD.com. Check us out. Um, Jesse Wagner, what up, man? I appreciate you, brother. Chief Saseki. Hey, I don't know. You got to go on a desktop, from what I understand, to become a member. Uh, we have about 500 members almost, man. So I think they Google that shit or, and go to YouTube or turn your cell phone into like a fucking desktop mode and go to my channel, hit join. I think it's like that simple, but I don't know. I have no fucking idea, to be honest with you. Zach comes on every Monday. What do you mean? He's on every Monday. He was on this past Monday. Why would someone ask that question? People ask that shit all the time. I'm curious to get your take. I want to get your take, Paco. Why would he not be on my show on Monday? I'm curious to get people's takes because he was on Sarah's show. Oh, Zach, Zach Smith is a grown-ass man, and he don't need to ask me to be on his show, her show. So, dog, what is the big deal? I talk to Zach almost every day. We, I talked to him yesterday, last night, matter of fact. Who gives a fuck? He's a grown-ass fucking man. I don't fucking, like, pay the man millions of dollars. <laughs> fuck. Who cares? Why do people always fucking assume shit? I'm so curious. I'm going on Sarah's show tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> That's That would be fucking hilarious. That would be hilarious. Um, that would be absolutely hilarious if that was. I would fucking die laughing. I would fucking die laughing. Uh, Jeremiah is letting you know how to become a member right there in the queue. So check it out. Um, My main man, without further ado, we're going to get right. We're going to get fucking right into it, man. Short, fat, city, or tall. Brandon Lane brings it all right here on the Coach JB Show. Appreciate Brandon joining us. Uh, Brandon Lane, I kicked you. You're Roger Goodell. You find me $11,139. How the fuck is that number come up with?
3: First of all, who'd he find?
0: Tom Brady. Find Brady 11.5 for what? $11,139. For what? Kicking Grady Jarrett the other day after he sacked him. Wow. (laughs) Hey, what? Why not just 10K, 20K, 15K? I'm very curious. I, I don't get where Goodell comes up with this fucking number. Deshaun Watson facing another civil suit. 25th in total. Um, another girl came out from a massage parlor. Says he forced her to do oral. Apparently, I've never forced anyone to do oral, Brandon. I, I've always wanted it to be uh, on her discretion. Uh, like I, you know, I was getting my dick sucked last night, and, and she wanted to do it. I, I didn't force her at all. I can't imagine me forcing you to do it. Could you imagine you forcing someone to suck your dick? I, I have a problem. I just don't see it.
3: Darren Sharper, remember him? Remember Darren I, Sharper? I mean, I I know guys have done it, but me
0: and you, I'm asking. Hold on, no.
3: hold on. Do you know Darren Sharper? I'm not. I'm not gay. But that was a badass motherfucker. That was a good looking dude. And he used to go into bars and use the date rate drug and take chicks back and bang. Now, I don't know about you, but I need some emotion. I need you to be into it for me to get my my grill on. I don't I I don't need you not to be into it. It's it's point for Sean before Deshaun Watson. It's power. And some people psychologically get off on the power. He told every single one of those girls, you know who I am, I can ruin you. That's the power to cover up the sickness of who he is. And I've said it, we all have skeletons in our closet. We all do. Yours might be like your toes suck right before you blow your load. We don't know what your freak is, bro. We we don't know. You don't know what my freak is. Maybe I'm turned on by the fact that I, I met a hot supermodel that's just like Naomi Campbell with a big fake rack and her cock was bigger than mine. I don't know. Don't hate me. Tiger Woods had fetishes. Elin Nordegren wasn't meeting those fetishes. So what did Tiger do? Listen, Marriage 101 will tell you every guy out there right now who's married, every guy that just got into a relationship with a girl, every guy listening to me right now, here's the key. If you meet a girl and you aren't transparent and telling her what your kink is. Listen, babe, this is our second date. I think we're gonna be kicking it for a while. Listen, while you're sucking my dick, you gotta, you gotta rim me. You gotta lick my ass. I like my ass lick. I like your tongue to get all up in there and just, just get in my grill and then come back, suck my nuts, and then really, really go down. If you don't tell your girl exactly what your kink is, listen, babe, right before I blow. My pinky toe is real sensitive. I need you to go down there and just suck my pinky toe. Just about 30 seconds. I'll blow the biggest. If you don't tell your girl what your <laughs> kink is. If you don't. Then when you get into that relationship. What are you going to do? You are going to go somebody to meet your kink. End of story. So you better be transparent with, with your girl. And tell her what your kink is. Because if you don't. The relationship has no shot on the planet Earth. Deshaun Watson, we're finding how his kink was to bring chicks over, massage him, and see if he could get him to do something they didn't want to do. That's his kink. Darren Sharper, date wrecked joke. That's his kink. Tiger Woods, he had all kind of kinks, bro. That, there, there's kink, and there's kink times two, and there's kink times three. Tiger Woods was kink times three. He'd say to the one girl, I love doing ambient. I want to see two guys fuck. I mean, the shit that was coming out of these girls' mouth. Tiger Woods. Yeah, I'd like to sit back and see two guys fuck. I mean, the girl said that that's what he told her one time when they was when they was in the room. So listen, it's marriage one on one. We don't know what the skeletons in the closet, what their kink is, but at the end of the day, it should not surprise you or me what these guys do. We're
0: you're betting, man. We're betters. We got 150 people in here betting right now on you. Over. Uh-huh. Does Deshaun Watson play football this year at all?
3: No. Or does he ever play again? No. No. No, no, no. He's done, huh? I'll be surprised at the Cleveland Browns, unless they're just gonna sell their soul. The they have though. They have, but the backlash of what he's gonna get when he comes back, I don't know. I thought he should have been suspended for the whole season. But that's that that's on um, Goodell, who went back and at least got eleven games. But it's uh you know, it's the it's 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 amazing. That's all I can say. Absolutely amazing. But um, speaking of gambling, uh, last night I had the Washington Commanders. That that was football winner. Ten of my last twelve. Wednesday night I had Louisiana Lafayette plus ten outright by ten over Marshall. That was my seventh straight college winner. Um, on a little bit of a heat here, bro. And I know games I gave out on your show lost a couple, but hit it. Hit a couple rock solid Dallas over the Rams, Arizona over Philly. I was shocked Arizona didn't win the game outright. Um, Had shots too. Uh, I told you the Buffalo Bills, Pittsburgh Steelers. I said Buffalo win that game 158 to zero. It was actually 38-3. Said you could mail it in on that game. That would be one you don't get ever again. Rookie quarterback on the road at Buffalo, number one defense, 38-3 final. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. so that's it. I mean, I'm mean, i going to bet tonight. Dodgers, Padres? Well, the Dodgers are a huge series favorite. They can't go down 2-1 in the best of five. That would, be, that would be death. They're in a must-win situation, and I believe they'll respond, and they'll win tonight. Absolutely.
0: Good. I'm betting on them, uh, my Doyers. All right. A uh, couple NFL games. Go. Let's, go, let's talk college real quick. There's only three college games that matter. Penn State, Michigan, in the big house. Uh, They're minus seven. Michigan's minus seven versus an undefeated Penn State. Does Michigan survive? Uh, I don't believe Penn State's quarterback's very good. All right.
3: In his college football coaching career, 13 times Jim Harbaugh has been undefeated and gone against an undefeated team. 13 times. He's 2-11 against the spread. Ooh, shit. Inside that 2-11 against the spread, Mr. Jim Harbaugh has lost nine straight against the number. Do you trust the man who tucks his sweatshirt and his khaki pants with the black rim glances that looks like he should be manager of the geek squad at Best Buy fixing that virus you got in your computer because you can't stop looking at tranny porn? I ain't hating you. I hate you. sitting down in your mom's basement. You're drinking a big gulp and you're looking at tranny porn. I'm not hating on you. It's kind of freaky, actually. You know, if you look the pot, tot guy banging a dude, I mean, I'm not hating on you, but at the end of the day, I don't trust him. I don't trust any man that tucks his sweatshirt into his khaki pants. I'm taking Penn State plus the points. Ooh, I just don't like Penn State's quarterback. I don't know if he can win a big game, but uh, listen, it's not about that. It's just about the numbers. Sometimes you have yeah. to trust the numbers. I'll give you another example about the numbers last night nfl chicago should have beat them by three touchdowns that's the truth they should have beat them by three touchdowns but the bears are one and ten against the spread on thursday night facing a team coming off a loss one and ten against the spread and last six games in that series washington was five and one against the spread men lie women lie numbers don't lie so those numbers on penn state i mean you can you can fade them you can go against them but 0-9 0-9 oh, is 0-9 any way you slice it. Tennessee, Alabama. Let's,
0: let, let me, let's, let's do that last. TCU undefeated. Oklahoma State undefeated. Uh, the winner of this most likely wins the Big 12. Who who uh, has an opportunity? Both of them are playing well. TCU's quarterback's probably playing as well as anyone right now. Uh, they, they beat a good KU team. I thought KU would have won if their quarterback didn't get hurt. KU is the real deal in my opinion. TCU, Oklahoma State, both undefeated. Who comes out of that one?
3: Three numbers for you. TCU's 1-6 against the number in the first of consecutive conference home games. They're 1-5 against the spread after playing Kansas, and they're 1-4 against the spread before meeting Kansas State. I think this game goes right down to the wire. I think you take Oklahoma State plus the 3.5 form. Ike's field goal game. Lose with the man with the mullet.
0: All right. Tennessee, uh, third Saturday, whatever the hell they call it. I don't really know. I don't give a fuck. Tennessee, Alabama, no Bryce Young, with Bryce Young, no Bryce Young. Can you give us both scenarios?
3: Well, he's playing. It's been announced. He's playing. It's been announced. So I just, you mean the the, the, the two-loss Crimson Tide? You mean the the two-loss Crimson Tide? Texas had third and fourth at the Bama 21-yard line with one twenty-one to go. And, you know, they convert. They lose there. And then AM has one shot from three-yard line to beat them. So Bama has two losses. And uh, they're out of the national championship picture. Oh, wait. Texas didn't pick up the third down. And AM couldn't convert. And Nick Saban gets to live and fight another day. I don't believe their corners and safeties are as good as, as we've seen in the past. The eye test for me is this is a i know Bama's beat him 15 times i know the average margin of victory is 279 points i get it i get it i get it i get it but my eye test tells me that i watch these two teams play especially alabama on the road hey listen they should have lost to texas the arkansas game was 28 21 in the fourth quarter AM with their horrible offense had them on the ropes and now they're going on the road at tennessee against this offense and last time i checked you don't accidentally get off the bus and put up a 40 spot at LSU. You don't accidentally do that. You do that because you flat out have a squad. And I think Bam is in trouble. And I'm going to take Tennessee plus the points all day long.
0: Oh shit. Uh, All right, here's a a couple – just a couple NFL games. Jets-Packers, very intriguing one to me. Green Bay struggling, no wide receivers. Green Bay's favorite, minus seven and a half. I like the Jets roster. I like what they did in the offseason. My kids are starting the end, of course. I like them for that reason. But uh, Jets are are very uh, intriguing. Packers are not very good football team. They remind me of the Rams right now. Uh, I like the Jets. Who you got?
3: Your girlfriend. You live in L.A. And your girlfriend is, she's pretty hot, but using the theme of what we talked about earlier, she's just, she's not a freak. She's not. So you tell her you're going to Vegas, and you're going to hang with the boys and play some golf, and you go to Rhino, and she's got a baggie of blow, and you go back to her apartment, and, man, you just take it deep for a day and a half. You go through about three eight balls. It's the freakiest, kinkiest sex you've ever had in your entire life. And then you got to go back to your girl in L.A. who doesn't do blow. And she kind of keeps you on the straight and narrow, you know. So that's kind of why you're with her, because if you're not with her, you're probably ODing on coke. And you have those little binges when you go on the road, like every other 99.9% of every guy that walks the face of planet Earth. That's just that's the, just the way we are. The Jets just went to Vegas. They just won two incredible ball games, And now they got to go back to their girlfriend who lives in Wisconsin. And it's cold and you're going to put like five pounds on the winner and you order Little Caesars pizza pizza. I mean, it's just it's it's a bad scene. But here's the river card. Earlier this year, when the Green Bay Packers lost to the Minnesota Vikings week one, that was only the ninth loss for Matt LaFleur as head coach of the Green Bay Packers. What did he do after those first eight losses in his career? A perfect 8-0 straight up. A perfect 8-0 against the spread. Then they went out week two and won and covered against the Bears to get it to 9-0 straight up and against the spread. Well, here we go again. They blow the two-touchdown lead to the New York Giants, the 10th such loss that he has suffered in his coaching career. And now we expect him to go to a perfect 10-0 straight up, perfect 10-0 against the spread. I believe Green Bay wins this game by 10 or more. The Jets, 1-10 against the number against the nfc north their last 11 games brah you in the game bruh. i like that i like that
0: uh i just want to get two more nfl picks for you we get out of here uh, raven giants very intriguing four and one giants three and two ravens um uh, in east rutherford uh danny dimes baltimore favored by five and a half i think the giants defense is very good underrated I think they make Lamar struggle again in the second half. I think the Giants win the game.
3: I wouldn't go as far as saying they're winning the game, but they're a feisty dog. I've said this before. You take the Giants when they're a dog, you go against them as a favorite. If you've done that, you would have covered every single game this year with the G-Men. The home team in this series is 5-0 against the spread the last five. I agree with you. Giants plus the points, you're good to go.
0: Um, The big one of the week, uh, I think everybody, there's just two games left uh, that anyone care about. Cowboys, Eagles, um, Philly minus six and a half. Uh, Real quick, do you keep the ball rolling or do you replace Cooper Rush?
3: Well, it's already been announced that Dak's not playing, so it's Cooper Rush one more time. Um, Troy Aikman made a great point on radio this week that if Cooper Rush wins the game, there's got to be serious talk about riding it out. And Troy made a great point. He said, listen, I got hurt. Steve Berline came in. Steve Berline played well. Jimmy stayed with him in the playoffs. And then the next year, Aikman beat him out, and the rest was history. But um, there's going to have to be some serious consideration and talk. If he goes into Philadelphia and goes to a perfect, literally, what is it? He's six right now 0. he's 5 and he yeah, it's so 6 no against the red, So I mean, That's isn't a- it
0: the same thing Brandon as as Bledsoe and Brady? Yeah. I mean, Brady got in there and Bledsoe Brady got in there and, and Bill Belichick said, "You know what? I'm not I'm rolling with them." And everybody was like, "Oh my god, you're not going to start Bledsoe again?" And he was like, "No. We're not." Yeah,
3: it's hard to see Cooper Rush as your as your um a franchise quarterback, but I mean, I let, let, let Sunday play out. Um, bills and chiefs pretty simple. Um, first time in his. young.
0: Brandon probably got a phone
3: call. That's all right. First time in his young. Wait, wait, who job. are you taking with the Cowboys though? I'm passing on the game. Okay. I'm yeah. not, I'm not. It's a, you just go out to the Rams and beat the Rams. And now you're going all the way to the East Coast. I just think it's a flat spot. I just get this sneaky suspicion that Philly's going to win by seven. And I just don't think there's value there. I think it's a stay away. The next game, though, Buffalo Casey. Patrick Mahomes is a home underdog for the first time in his young career. Gets better. How many times in his career has Patrick Mahomes been an underdog? Take a guess. Two, nine, huh? Nine times he has been an underdog. You know what his record is against the spread? Nine and oh. Nine and O, oh, baby. Nine and O. Oh. Nine and O. Oh. Andy Reid in prime time as an underdog. Twenty-eight, nine and one against the number. Everything says Buffalo. The world is on Buffalo. But you take, listen, you take Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott, and they'll figure out a way to screw the best situation up on the face of the planet Earth. Those two knuckleheads could be walking into Spearmint Rhino in Vegas at 1230 in the morning. And they're walking in, and two of the hottest strippers you've ever seen come walking out, see these two. They each grab them by the hand and say, hey, guys, we're going right across the street to Circus Circus and and Gamble. We're buying. Let's go. We'll treat. And they look at him and go, "No, we're gonna go to Dunkin' Donuts." I mean, these two guys, I would not, I would not trust these clowns in a big game. You saw it last year. Mahomie and Reed is a dog. I'll lose with KC before I take a shot. KC is a home dog. Nah, not home. is nine and zero, and Andy Reed's twenty eight nine. So, give me KC. Hey man, you're the best. Um, are,
0: why don't we get out of here? Are, is Denver and the Colts fucking done? They've they've irked
3: the fuck out of me. I had them both going far. Are they done? Yes. Colts' offensive line is in shambles. And the only thing Russ is cooking is crack, because that's what he's on. <laughs> hey, Russ, you cooking that crack? Get the spoon, Russ. Russ, get the spoon. Hey, Sierra, Sierra, oh, Sierra, to do Sierra, Sierra put the kid to bed. I got- <laughs> Sierra. <laughs> Put the kid to bed because Russ is cooking that crack. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: I think Tom Brady fucked Sierra. And I think uh I think uh Russell fucked uh Giselle. That's what I think's going on.
3: Um I don't know, but Bill Belichick loves trannies. Nothing but love for you, baby. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Later.
0: Oh man, Brandon Lang, nothing like him. Uh Man, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Brandon Lang, the only one, uh, one and only Brandon Lang. BrandonLang.com. Check him out. He picks all the bets every day. Um, man, he's so uh, gifted with spitting out facts about shit. It's unbelievable. And numbers don't lie, but at the same time, I'm I'm, I'm going to roll with the Bills this game. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I am going to roll with the, the Eagles in this one as well. And uh, I'm going to roll with the Giants beating Baltimore. So that's my my big game takes. Um, I just think Josh Allen can win a game when it don't mean shit. I don't know if Josh Allen can beat them in Kansas City in the playoffs. And Buffalo needs this game to host a playoff game in Buffalo. And that is just what I believe. So. We'll see. Um, We'll see what happens. Yes, BrandonLane.com. Check it out. He's got all the bets on his website. Go check it out. And, uh, hey, man, it's a great day to have a great fucking day. It's been a long week. It's been a great one. Back to solo, dolo. We're working on some other things as well as growing the show. But uh, I appreciate everybody, man. Much love to all you guys. And, uh, hey, man, it's a great day to have a great day. FightCamp.com slash coach jb ro dot co slash coach jb roman for all you limp dick motherfuckers out there go get you some roman hey man it's a great one i'll see you on monday for the wake up call with matt mcchesney 6 a.m pacific much love to you hit the like button on the way out man enjoy the weekend i'll see you peace